So I hate talking about people when they're not here. But uh, fortunately, uh, Neil isn't here tonight. See, it was funny. It, it was funny. Uh, so um, last time, when, when we did the uh, February episode, and I gave, uh, I gave James and Neil my um, Netflix password so they can watch this, so they can watch stuff. Uh, and I told them about Terrace House, right? And I told them about some of the people on it. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I figured Neil would start watching stuff on, on Netflix with, uh, with his girlfriend. And then a few days later, uh, after I showed uh, Neil, uh, Neil and James the first episode of Terrace House, a few days later, uh, since I told him it would happen, he said, okay, so which episode was the porn star in? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should explain that one to you later on. Okay, I I remember that episode you guys talking about the special cooking uh, show that you watch on. Oh yeah, yeah, that one was um, a Midnight Diner, right? And how? how, uh, Which I I have the movie of, (laughs) which I've yet to watch, by the way. So, uh, well, not to say anything bad. The the problem is, and this is me shooting myself in the foot. If I knew there was a there was a, how would I have known there was a porn star on Terrace House too? Just a thought, just food for thought. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Six Talk Podcast Network. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So here we go. Um, Good evening from the Six Point Studio. Mike Nicholas with you. Round the table. Uh, kicking ass, taking names. I guess that's a bad way to put it. We're, we're, uh, who, who the hell am I kidding on this one? It's been about a, a good month since we, were, we last talked, and uh, I thought, you know, I think uh, when we wanted to come back, we just thought we should try and do an ep- at least one episode of something a month. And just thought it would just... So now, <laughs> this is about a good, as good a time as any, you know, the last, second last day of June... Now this is this is uh, this is Friday night. This is being taped on Friday night, June 29th, two thousand and eighteen, and this is well, the anime roundtable has gathered once again for episode three of its new incarnation. And going once around the table, James Austin. Kevin Ng and an old friend has joined us. It's been the better part of 10 years, Mohammed. Mohammed Chamarki is back here. It's been a while. Yeah. It, nice. it, it, it's, can, we, uh, can we add, like, uh, special effects for my name and whatnot? Um, <laughs> no, we, <laughs> no, 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 no it'll, just be, it'll, it'll just be crickets. Do you guys know like that, we did uh, last time. Do you guys know that the John Cena meme? The one where he says John Cena and that music comes up. Yeah, yeah, keep dreaming. <laughs> by, by the way, on that note, uh, on, the, on the note of uh, of, uh, of sound effects and stuff, uh, Kevin, do you have your doctor's note from last time? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are you, are you feeling any better? Well, definitely feeling better now. 
because I was I actually it was funny because James saw me shortly before the podcast began and that that um mm-hmm. at, yeah and you did say that you were not I going mean to it's be not fair I should be yeah. asking for a, just for reference I should have asked for a doctor's note from, the, from James too so <laughs> what is this high school come on <laughs> no no it's it, no in my case it's are you going to put Neil so, on notice now <laughs> it started off as just a sore throat. And I thought, oh, because, you know, it was really humid in that dealer's room for the flea market. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. And the, I heard, I re- uh, yes, you told me that the AC broke. And it just, you know, I was holding up okay throughout most of Saturday. And then I was eating dinner. And I was feeling really hot and really thirsty. And pretty much all the flu, all the, not flu, but all the Fluids? fever, all the oh. fever symptoms came up. And I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going home. Yeah, I do and the square thing, but yeah, it was taking forever to get our food and stuff like that too. Oh, like it was crazy in that place. They were they were understaffed. No, they definitely were. Who like the, it was who the, uh, the restaurant we were in. Oh. It used to be Harry's, and now it's like this. Oh, okay, um, the uh, the bar. Yes. Yeah, and now it's a different. It's like a the bar in the uh, Delta. I always make this joke. Uh, so what? So what's the name of the hotel this year? Because it seems to change names every year. Delta. We do. Is it so now the Delta? Delta. I, I don't know. Was it was Delta. Some years it was the Delta. Hilton, or or the Double Tree, so it went, the Plaza Interna- it International, went whatever Double it is. Tree, then it went International Plaza, and now it's the Delta. I think didn't That's Double Tree come back in for a name for for a couple of years too? I don't. Not nope. that I recall. Okay. It's still in the brim, but I think was it. Double True is Hilton, and then they sold it to whoever I guess is International and, Plaza, and then I guess they just rebranded eternally and then, for. That. And then now it's now it's the Delta. Delta again. Yeah. So, it, it, I think it's a Marriott one, which is odd because you have that Marriott down the street. Oh yeah, well that's that's yeah, best to not get people confused. But the only thing you, <laughs> but really it doesn't matter for during Anime North, you can just call it sold out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything so, is sold out. It's probably already <laughs> sold out for next year. Oh wait. They usually hold back. They usually hold back uh, blocks just just in anticipation of that for hotel rooms. I think I I've heard they did that in the past. Nobody They've done that before. I don't know how it's happening this year, but usually for twenty nineteen, usually the international goes on sale the earliest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people even I've heard people in the past try to. Like the day after the con ends, they'll they call try. about next year. Yeah, that's how. That's yeah, how. My, that's how. Um, the they get, I guess. That's mm-hmm. how big business is. I mean, we we, we mm-hmm. went through that story on mass. How big? How big Anime North is to that stretch. And uh, I hear people mm-hmm. like they'll make reservations for hotels and they'll try and flip it to other people too. Oh wait, auction? More or less. Okay. They'll just you know they'll offer it for more than what they paid for the deposit and mm-hmm. all that. Great. I knew a friend of a friend that did that in the past. <laughs> well, made a good, you know made, you're made a successful good, made, when people start trying to make a buck off you, right? Made a good <laughs> amount. Yep. Okay, so, um, well, when, when I was last here, when I last spoke a couple weeks ago, I, we, I had a couple final thoughts on Anime North and the, and the Toronto Congress Center. Uh, you didn't see, uh, I mentioned the protests. You didn't see the protests? James, because oh, I know Kevin. I, I, I saw know, the protest. Mohammed, you didn't. You weren't there, right? I wasn't out there, but so I, I did you, hear about it. And it seemed funny. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's I probably the best way to put it. And then we just saw them out our hotel room. There was a tree covering, but we could see them. And there was a police car. They were there for a bit. And then I guess they thought they were no danger to anyone. They were on the right side of the public space, I guess. And mm-hmm. They went on their way. It, it reminded but me of. Uh, do you remember, guys, remember the conventioners? Yes. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, yes. That, yes. One was yes. The wor- that one was probably and the worst uh, what's his face is still 
very much around. Um, yeah. Jason, Jason Agnew? Yeah, Agnew is still very much around. Who's this fellow? Mike something? Oh, oh Matt Matt Shin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jason Jason Agnew now does that Sunday uh, quiz show. Does he do like wrestling or something? I don't know if he still does wrestling, but he, he does the Sunday morning like quiz show on News Talk 1010. And I know, um, and I know that he did a season of Tiny Talent Time of the renewal. Everything's being rebooted. Tiny Talent Time was a popular show here in Ontario, and they renewed that. Like, okay, it's before any of your time, <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was a popular show back in the eighties. So, okay. and they brought that back, and they brought that up back. He was the host of it, one of the co-hosts of it. And then I don't. I heard they were about to do a second season, but I don't know if they did. I, I hadn't really kept up. But I heard a guy it was well received, so they were seriously considering doing a second season. But he's sort of mainstreamed, from what I could get, a little bit to, from what I've gathered. Oh, Mellowed, yeah. I don't know, because I can't say I've seen much of his work. Well, I don't think he he doesn't uh, sneak into conventions and get kicked out anymore, so far as I'm aware. <laughs> mm, I think it, it probably wouldn't help uh, help his career at this stage now. Oh, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's a big part. I think of it. that I think with the, with the two of them, it was always. Matt, who was the one who would be the more extreme, trying to do wacky things, and he'd be like, "No, don't do such wacky things," you know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I always <laughs> I got, have to say, I got uh, real soft spe- there for a second. <laughs> it's especially when we when it's Mike too. I always say uh, because usually James is sitting on it. I just end up saying, "Get closer to the mic." So <laughs> at, at least it's on this time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> at least it's on. Oh, blast in the past, everyone. <laughs> uh, Touche. So no. So there's that, the whole protest thing. I mean... Well, I, I guess we should probably say what the protest was about. Which go for I it. Think, go for it. Why don't you explain in a couple words? I, I've already I done think, my part of it. <laughs> I think time. from my understanding from what it was, was it was a religious group or something like that. And I guess it's we are the devil because we're watching these Japanese cartoons or we're going to hell or something to that effect. Yeah, because we know the weird anime thing, is though, nothing is, but The weird thing, though, is devils. if they're a religious organization, it's Sunday morning, and I'm thinking to myself, shouldn't you be in church then if you guys yeah. want to... Uh, it, it depends, right? It could be one of the one of the religious ones. Their the, church is the sidewalk, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> maybe they already went on Saturday, because my mom goes to church on yeah. Saturday I know, sometimes. No, yeah, no, I do that's know that some Advents. go on different yeah. days. Yeah. I, I guess Advents. I'm so used <laughs> to the Anglican, like you're going on the Sunday. There's <laughs> different services, of course, but... Usually it was the Sunday service. I just, I just, I just would really wanted to know what exactly they were protesting. Was it just anime in general? Was it did they see a particular anime and go, "We have to protest that"? Like what? Were I they think doing? it was because we were a big, we were former. a big. I'm guessing the former. But. Yeah, we were a big event that week, and they decide to pick us. I'm sure they go to different events and stuff like true, that because true. there's some people that obviously feel our modern society has, I don't know, <laughs> gone to hell. I don't, that's one way to put it. I guess it isn't in their belief system and we're not going to change that. So, you know what I mean? Just if they just want to sit there and hold their signs, they are allowed to do that. And we will just politely walk by them if that's all they're going to do. <laughs> well, that's all I, I can say. It's very Canadian. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, we met. Uh, let's um, hold. A, well, there was we when I also talked, I also talked about the other side, the whole paradox of, of what is the Toronto Congress Center, and the other major thing it's known to hold. Yes. Let's save that. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about that. I, I get mm-hmm. it. Today, this, um, today, Rob Ford was officially sworn in as Premier of Ontario. I want to save that conversation for a little later on. It may not be this week. It probably could, because um, 
Well, really, Neil helped start off that conversation, and I want him I mean, to be it, able to say it'd be, something. It'd be, but, awesome, it'd be awesome if Neil and Adam were here for that. It would oh, be, we, yes. could have, we could have the it conversation, be, yes. as we I'll, say, will, going forward. I'll for update you. I'll, I, I will update you a little later when we, um, after the show, because you'll probably want to hear... You'll probably want to hear some of that. Because as we know, the seats do shuffle from week to week or month mm-hmm. to month, as they say. Yes. So you never know. We might get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably get to that a little uh, some other time. I, yeah, I do want to give Neil a thought uh, on that as well. Uh, do you want to give a thought just before we uh, continue? Or I mean, it's, it's like he hasn't said or done anything super dramatic. Well, it's just day one. I, you know, even <laughs> through the com- campaign process itself, like he wasn't out there calling for the ban of like Muslims and stuff, and he wasn't calling, <sighs> you know, Mexicans rapists and things, and he wasn't asking for all these ridiculous things, right? I mean, he just wants what all PC people want. It's like you know, less government and taxes and all that crap, right? So it's like I feel like. Don't compare him to Donald Trump because he's not mm-hmm. Donald Trump. That is why I didn't yeah. understand all those news things. Like they kept on comparing him to Donald Trump. He's not like Donald Trump. He's a different type of populist. Exactly. Oh, man, and you should fair. see. Okay. And you I should see, see the umbrella. Like he has many people from many different backgrounds, unlike Trump. He, you know what I mean? Like he has a rainbow of people. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I live and I've talked to them. You know what I mean? It's I, like, I, I live in Etobicoke North. He was mm-hmm. my counselor. I've met him. I've met his brother. I mean. They're okay people. They care about their constituents, <laughs> you know. Um, it's just, it's just the hate that he's getting is just like, let him do something terrible, then I will join you in the pitch for it. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but it was weird. Like there were definitely some dramatic people that felt like it was the end of the world oh, after man. the election had I, finished, and I'm just thinking to myself, oh my god, people, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We haven't succumbed to the U.S. politics yeah, yet, I, but I do fear for it. I fear also for what I see from people where they're like, oh, vote splitting and we should unite the left. And I do not want a two party system. I want a multi party democracy that we have with a legislature. I want us to have parties we can believe in and things we can believe in, not that you're this or you're that. And I want us to find the center. I was more. And some people aren't going to find that in this climate, I know. And I still want people to find those bonds so that we can it is, find the center together. It is polarized. And I know that's a it, tough it, it, nut to crack. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's just polarized. That's just the sense I get. Uh, look, look, um, I, look, I'm not going to hide my unease if only because uh, of with it. If only because, it's oh, a, hey. It's, it's a tweet that came out the night he got elected, and I just uh-huh. could not stop laughing when I read that tweet. <laughs> Let me see this. Okay, I'll, re- I'll, I'll give you my thought, and then let's see. Uh, Muhammad just uh, gave me a tweet here just that said, uh, are we allowed to give oh, say who ahead. this is from? Sure. Okay, it says here, drunk pokeroo. This is from election night. It wasn't <laughs> stupid people who voted in the PC party. This was the quiet racists, the closest homophobes, and the smiling chauvinists next door in some of our finest neighborhood. That is a truth that really is sad. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's we just talked about the broad support and different things like I know he may have some ideas and he may be a little out there but it's not the Doug Ford party there are we look at who was put into the cabinet today and he brought out that team halfway through and that is a very strong team and a lot of people wanted others to win it was a farce of what happened earlier in the year with the PC party but we still have that team behind him, and they're hopefully going to keep him in check. 
and I talked to my local MP who was a former liberal who is a conservative now. Huh. And Ooh, hopefully, boy. yeah, well, that's no, the no, way no, they no. go, right? People well, change their mind. I right? always said, I always said, I always said, well, voters are all constantly asked to flip flop. So, and 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 I always defended the way Bob Ray was. Mm-hmm. Or I, I mean, I read what Bob Ray said about. His, the way his views kind of changed over time, especially and, and while he was in, pre, in the premier's office, mm-hmm. you know, and how things, cha- how you end up, how his views ended up changing, how he, he regarded that. Yeah, he became hated, but I always, he always defended what he did because he said he saw it for what it, what he thought it was at that point, mm-hmm. and it made me just think, yeah, well, voters are asked to flip flop all the time, so why do we give grief to politicians who sometimes do who? Mm-hmm. He wasn't a politician before, but it was just personal beliefs and yeah. stuff like that. And that was one thing they had uh, on his card for his background and stuff yeah. like that. And when he came to town and stuff like that. And it's always nice to, like, he was the only candidate I saw. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's always interesting talking to them at the door and stuff like that. And well, that's, they're that's just normal too. people, you know what I mean? It's like, just talk to them like normal people. Don't go at them and attack them. Yeah. And sure, I, sometimes they don't go to certain areas because they're afraid. Yeah, that's which is fair. I mean, my line was always, and I guess, I, I guess I'll make it, my, my own leeriness about having Doug Ford in, as premier you, the only thing that would that made me think twice was, well, he is Rob Ford's brother, and you remembered how he mm. ran Toronto. That's a bad. That's a, that's the extent of it, and it's not just the the farcical stuff. Really, it's just okay. Well, what really did come out? Just when you get cut through all that, yeah. But we can't punish him for the sins of his brother, right? I mean, ultimately, mm-hmm. ultimately, mm-hmm. he is Doug Ford, not Rob Ford. We're here now. No point and. You know, and we will see. And this, and, day, and, and this is day one of that of the Ford administration in on, on Park. On a side note, did you guys hear about the Rob Ford movie they're making? Oh, I, I think I, think I heard about yes, that earlier. Yes. I heard it was I in development. I wasn't sure that. if it was still they, continuing. Okay, so what's, what's the latest on that? They mm-hmm. have um, they casted the the main actor. Uh, it's the dude from Homeland. Do you guys know the TV show Homeland? Um, I don't know of it. Yeah, no of it. it. Damien Lewis. Yes, Damien Lewis, the he's former the host of Light, uh, the former star of Life as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's going to put on a fat suit and prosthetics and play uh, Rob Ford. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be something. Wow. On, yeah. So there's a there's a couple instant of Oscar things. winner, guys. Instant Oscar winner. <laughs> At least Toronto can be Toronto in that exactly. movie. Right? You know, you know what would have been hilarious if they had filmed that in New York instead of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that would that would have been, been hilarious. Even oh, even better. <laughs> okay, so there. Let's uh, but let's hold that thought a little bit further because I know as time as the next little while goes, and even until when we get into next like. When Neil even gets a chance to, you know, get it, when we get Neil started again, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And I did want to, uh, there's a lot on the mind tonight. There's a lot on the mind. So the other thing that came out from my little, what was on my mind a couple, about, it's now what, three weeks now, isn't it? About three weeks ago. I think roughly three weeks ago now. Yeah. I, I, I said it was the last thing I, we did. And the other thing that came out was Anthony Bourdain, because I recorded the morning I found out the morning it, news broke. A Friday morning, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, it was a Friday morning. The news broke. Anthony Bourdain had committed suicide. And what part? Of, what what angle should we take on on? What angle do you want to start on this one? And I'll give a thought. I'll give my thought too. But it's not necessarily like where. Do, which angle do you want to start on, Mohan? Well, uh, uh, James. I know this is it's uncomfortable. It's, it's a tough topic it, it to talk tough. about. I mean, I, and 
I mean... It's very tough because we know he definitely went to seek help and assistance and stuff like that. And some people are saying he didn't take that advice, whether that's true or not. We don't know. You know what I mean? But it's very tough that it's that inner struggle, right? And we'll never be able to be in those shoes and stuff like that. And even it's good that I went help, but it's the constant struggle. It's never going to be like you go get the help and one size fits all, like everyone is different, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. And, and mm-hmm. I know mental illness does mm-hmm. not play around. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's like people don't know, but one in five Canadians have some sort of form of mental illness, you know, bipolar, depressed, anxiety, or something like that. But everyone forgets that five in five Canadians have mental health. And like regular health, you have to keep it in check. You have to keep going with it. It's not something you should ignore. Mm-hmm. 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 You have a one thought? You know, it's... Honestly, I didn't really, it kind of took me aback just because I'll be honest, I kind of forgot who he was at first. Mm-hmm. Hadn't heard about him in a long time. And then this whole stream of like, this whole stream of like Facebook posts mourning his passing was, it took me aback a little bit because, and then I, and then I looked into who he was because, you know, I, I forgot who he was and it was a little shocking. And I don't know. I don't know if I, I can't say that I felt really sad at his passing because I can't, he never really influenced me or anything, but I understand why. And it's, it's a shame. And it really brings to mind that, yeah, you really, people need to talk about mental health more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, there isn't much else for me to add on that line, but I will give a, a thought and it's more on his legacy, right? Mm-hmm. And in many ways, maybe how it'll reflect Anyone, anybody who likes to do these type of things in the future, maybe including us. When it came down to it, Anthony Bourdain was like, yeah, he started off as a chef, but as he did his shows, as he did his shows, he told he was just a great storyteller. He oh, yeah. knew how to tell yeah, those he stories. He told his own personal story, but the other thing was he told the, the food. Oh, no, he told how the it brings us together. Yeah, that was the, the big story of, of how the people, food brings us yeah. together. Basically, I think from what I remember, from what I heard on those tributes, they always said that his basic, he always had like some very basic questions for every person he had on any of his shows, especially in the latter stages with Parts Unknown. What do you eat? Can we join you for that meal? And what makes you happy? And that's the start of those conversations, basically. And he was able to really get in depth with people that uh, a real journalist I'm told, really couldn't do in a way that a a journalist couldn't Mm -hmm. do it. And the strange part, or maybe the amazing part is, he had his base. It clearly was with food, but he quickly let those conversations branch out in other things. And um, the guy who hosts, Kamau Bell. uh, WM. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He hosts the United Shades of America, similar, like, which is also on CNN. And he said... He looked up to the hem because, and, but, you know, what he was tried, he always, it was always talk, but with food as a start. And he said, I env- envied him, but I started, and I want to do a similar show, but with prejudice as my, as the base for my show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, when I heard, uh, heard all these tributes and they started to put it in those terms, this is sort of, and this is kind of selfish. Maybe this is all the way how we're going to start to approach how our show this show and maybe similar shows in the future. Like we all had our like 
the base of this show was always anime fandom, manga fandom, East Asian pop culture, those type of related things. But you noticed when we started, when we returned, uh, when we started to bring back the podcast, we, I want to branch it out even further, but having done the Anime North episodes and talking with friends on this, a lot of other people, Anime Roundtable was, um, was a great thing to do, and why should we veer from it? But, there, but a lot of other things have happened, and that should be always in the conversation. So that's sort of the approach we're going to take from... That's sort of the approach we want to take as we keep going. Yes, I know we haven't really talked about much, too much about anime <laughs> 25 minutes into the show. So, um, and, 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 if I, and if you don't hit the stop button, we'll eventually get to it in some form. <laughs> if, if you guys wait till the very end, you know. If you wait till the latter stage after the break, maybe. It's like by the time we're done, there will be an anime about Rob Ford, I'm sure. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's... All right, change of pace. Um, well, I know one of us was going to wear a Japanese jersey today. So I, I honestly thought it was going to be you, Mike. I mean, I thought you were going to... Well, no, I had my English jersey on yesterday because we needed that L, and we got the L. We <laughs> got the L. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we were cheering. like, that's what the world goes yes, Cheer for that L. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 thought, I wondered about why, why, uh, why, it, why it became so interesting to, for England we're in, uh, to finish second in their group with Belgium. Well, you saw and the, now I know uh, the bracket. The bracket, both and bracket. they're on the weaker side of the bracket. Now, let's say they are playing Colombia, but they're missing their, one of their stars. But it's not a gimme, but I like this English side. Their defense is a little shaky, but they really have a touch of offense that they haven't had before. They're younger. They're playing as a team. Harry Kane was scoring goals like a man. It's all about Harry Kane. You should see Tunisia and Panama games. Like, they're literally tearing Harry Kane down on the ground. And he still gets a hat trick. Well, no, it's crazy that they weren't calling that and they said they would call it like it was interesting because the first game I wasn't watching on TV because, of course, it's in Russia and it's during our work hours. So I was listening on the radio radio, Uh and it was interesting listening to the radio, the TSN network, because it is from the BBC Five. And it's interesting listening to that compared to the television stuff like that. So they talk a lot more. Yeah, and they had a lot of interest. You could tell they were a little biased. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Well, on, yes. on the radio compared to the television. Let's, let me tell you that. All right, just a just a quick uh, note of reference to both of our American listeners. Um, the uh, TSN. <laughs> you got that. Just dawned upon. Are you, you going to say TSN in, in TSN. BBC? No, no, T- like. Like historically, the uh, Canadian broadcasters for fee- for um, things like the World Cup, whether it, it's it was Sportsnet, TSN, CBC, the last two World Cups before this one, they would ne- they obviously can they never could afford the um, team the to send a full broadcast team or to have their own play by play announcers. So they always took from a host feed um, up in uh, beginning in two thousand two. That was a that was something provided by FIFA themselves. So they had a pool of announcers who have experience in other leagues, and they had them calling the games on television. They, FIFA provided these guys, made, made their audio available to anyone who needed it, and that's what happened there. So um, people, I know that American fans would, American fans would um, remember names like uh, Ian Dark or uh, Peter Drury. Those were mm-hmm. like two of the big ones. 
Peter Ian Dark was the um, was ESPN's lead announcer uh, for the last World Cup, and I know, and he 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 uh, he calls their he calls he's also their lead announcer for MLS. So um, he's their number one. He's their mm, number one, and that's for voice. Fox because I no, believe no, Fox for, got no, the um, uh, World but, Cup. Didn't no, um, well, Fox Fox went the other way. They decided to employ a lot more American announcers. So okay, JP Della Camera, John okay. Strong, those are their two main. And ones. a lot of them go back to the British broadcast. Like I know a and lot so, of people and love I know, the British broadcast, and I know some some people can don't care much for the Fox thing. Mm-hmm. So Ian Dark is was part of the FIFA pool. He so we've heard his call. So up here in Canada, we've been hearing him call games mm-hmm. uh, for the World Cup. And, and yes, BB and and they kind of started going that way with TSN. And TSN sort of went that way because four years ago they used the ESPN radio calls, and then obviously they lost that. And then and then and now and for this World Cup, they've turned to they've turned to eat to BBC for their for their call this time around. It's just so much more exciting. It's, yeah, it, no, it, it definitely they, is. The, like. Like they're so enthusiastic. Well, no, the way they cobble, I, I use, and I use this phrase when I in, in, tri, in giving tribute to Anthony Bourdain three weeks ago. They just really know how to cobble their words. I mean, mm-hmm. in describing, um, in describing uh, Iceland, in describing Iceland's uh, Iceland's <laughs> failed uh, campaign, um, they just <laughs> one of the announcers just simply said. Iceland hoping to make an impression on the on this year's World Cup instead get, get a size 10 boot to the face <laughs> from from Croatia. I thought that was a brilliant piece of work. I remember um I remember uh John Helm's call of the 7-1 drubbing of uh oh Brazil, of Brazil and, that, and yeah. Germany yeah, in that semifinal. He just simply said when Brazil was going for a late goal in the second half, he said, they're going in for the kill, but truth be told, Germany slit Brazil's throats long ago. <laughs> and I thought, yes! Wow. Yes! <laughs> but now Germany is now in Germany's the dump. out, and Brazil is now karma, probably man. the favorite. I'm, I'm just telling you, karma, man. It's but look, it's... And I was mad. And just for reference, on the topic of Germany... And and on my Facebook page, you probably saw, uh, you two probably saw this on my Facebook page because I know James is not on it. I <laughs> I pounded on the way Japan handled the end of that game yesterday. Yeah, it like, was pragmatic. It was, I like it. you saw the last ten minutes, and you looked at all the touches; they were nowhere close to midfield. They were just playing not to get eliminated. That's yeah, what and it was. There, did you see the Tim and Sid? Uh, oh, show on that because that one they made a very good case Sid yeah, made a very good case talking about okay they've got the goals and everything else is the same and then we go to fair play yellow cards and red cards red cards zero zero but then Japan had less, less yellow cards yes, so they yellow, go through so. and it's just and I know they felt heartbroken for Senegal because they played their hearts out oh, that was yeah. but I, it's I, just yeah. I, I, I agree with him that Something better like open goals or shots on net over the three games and something like something competitive. Yeah, my instead under- of fair play. But under- I know why they went I, there. And then if they had tied, they would have went to a flip and coin flip, a coin flip. Like imagine going to a coin flip. Yeah. Well, that just would have broken someone's heart. I was thinking. Was- I was thinking. Um, like someone mentioned that UEFA has their their rules if the two teams are in, if that scenario happened and the two teams have actually faced each other and are there to see each other 
they'll go right to the penalty shootout, a penalty shootout mm-hmm. to decide that. And, we, and that scenario wasn't going to be, wouldn't be able to present themselves here. Mm-hmm. But I, and there but was, was another, nice there was another discussion of UEFA rules that would be difficult because they have scheduling for the World Cup. But talking about the brackets, how one is stronger, one is weaker. So I know that England Belgium game, like they're like going for one goal, right, for that L. But as they said, they do draws at UEFA for the brackets of the first place teams and the second place teams and stuff like that. So there's less, you know, for the I sake mean? of competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like the idea, but and a lot of other people kept saying this logistically. The logistics is the problem. That the is problem. where the mm-hmm. biggest thorn is in that. And it's like, I love have, it. But then you have people planning, mm-hmm. planning those trips months in advance. Oh, yeah. And then, mm-hmm. uh, OK, so I get it. I love how you say months in advance, and we think about the World Cups we've had. We had South Africa, we have Brazil, now we have Russia, and a lot of the British people were not going to Russia because of what's happened between those two countries. And then where do we go next? Qatar. Like, it's crazy how they've been choosing them. Like, I want them to have it, but they're building these mausoleums, these soccer stadiums that... Some of them will be used, but not all of them. They, they're seeing derelict in some places, and that is a concern. I mean, that's why I'm happy. I know some of us will say, "Oh, we're going to waste my aunt now," but the United bid actually won. I'm not. I feel bad for Morocco, but I feel this is a good United bid. In it's a new thing with the Canada, United mm, States, and Mexico, and maybe it can bring us closer together. You never no, know. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I was, I was, I was sorry, say, sorry, I apologize. It's, it's all good, Qatar. it's all good. You know, it's all good, it's all good. I was going to say, like, the ones they built for Brazil, I mean, some of those stadiums were built in places where it was just so unreachable and have only been used for yeah, four games. Yeah, the Amazon, that one Amazon exactly. stadium, it, right? It's that never was... been used, just sitting there out there. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of money they're spending on that stuff. And Brazil is the craziest one because they're a soccer-mad country, so they could have put them in better they places. Had, That's what killed they me. Had, they have stadiums already. Like, why not just use those? Or use those. Mer- yeah. Is Maracanã still still in disuse at this stage? The, I've heard it, the the main stadium in, probably, in Rio. Yeah. I think I've heard that mm-hmm. that's in that's in some I horrible mean, shape. There right was now. a there was a good piece in the New York Times a couple of weeks ago when uh, the World Cup started about the Russian bid mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. they won over England. I mean, it was one of those like corruption things because um, uh, Russia, you know, used a lot of dirty FIFA. All of them <laughs> used right? dirty money. Uh, Qatar used a little, a little money oh, in that. That's man. why. So, uh, in that sense, what's new? No, so so apparently the English people when they were uh, placing their bid, they hired uh, you guys may know Christopher Steele, the ex MS uh, MI six agent, and he <laughs> and he got all that information on Russia, saying, "Hey, Russia's doing all this." bad stuff with FIFA, they're going to win. You guys have to call them out on this or you guys are not going to win. And England was all like, no, it's, it's, it's all good. We'll, we'll let them win. And you see what's happening with that now. <laughs> Stiff upper lip sort of thing. But exactly. But, yeah. but no, stay after... Calm, stay calm and carry on. There you there go. You there see. you go. <laughs> but stay yeah, calm. after Qatar, that's, they went to the one vote, one country thing for this one. And it would have been fine. But then, of course, as we said, Mr. Trump came in and he almost torpedoed that bid because people were so. So the next one is in 20. The one we won is in 2028. No, uh, 2026. 2026. So, so that's 2022 is when Qatar is. Yes. And then 2026 is when 
the North American, and finally Canada since 1986 will finally be in a World Cup and maybe we'll score <laughs> one goal and we'll be kicked out yes. on our tush. Yes. I, now, I know they think we're going to do better for the men's side, but I don't believe. I know reality. I mean, because it, we're it, the put weakest, some, it puts some pressure Kaka on them now, though. CONCACAF is the weakest division. Oh, yeah. And you saw how Panama did in the division with Tunisia, Belgium, and England. Like, if it had been the States, maybe it would have been a bit more competitive for that group. But Panama managed to squeeze through and anger a lot of American fans because when they got in, when TFC went to Atlanta, Michael Bradley and Josie Altador were booed mercilessly every time they got a touch because, of course, they're two of the big American players and stuff like that. Well, stop thinking of these things as birthrights. I'm sure Italy feels feels even worse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but maybe not bad. Maybe only slightly more worse than Germany. Uh, just a quick question. Who do you guys think is going to win? Oh, boy. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on mine real quick. I think France is going to win. They're on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to put the dark horse, and I think my passion pick Mexico? is... No. My passion pick is England because that's my team. But I think dark horse-wise, I think Uruguay, if they get the right uh, stuff, they could be a dark horse and get it done, possibly. I don't know, man. Beating uh, Ronaldo, I don't don't know what's going to happen, man. I don't know. I think he might have got all the goals he could get (laughs) in that touch in Spain. Yeah, it's like got it all of his system (laughs) in that situation. That was a game. That was a game. Looking at all these these remaining matches and then... Well, give me the because your bracket because oh, your bracket because yeah see? just that's the actual bracket. yeah that's the actual bracket I mean just nobody really pops it out to me in any form but so, it's very competitive nobody, in the first bracket and then the second bracket is oh. basically wide open I mean uh, I mean the I thing have a lot is of teams this is, that are going to win that I don't think are going to win so the, the problem <laughs> is the problem is the problem is whoever comes oh, out man. of the um, bigger the stronger side of the bracket might be too weak to put up too much of a fight in that final. Uh, just out of curiosity, which one do you think is the bigger, the stronger bracket? Like Uruguay, Portugal, France, Argentina, Mexico, Brazil, Belgium, Japan. Oh, yeah. And then ultimately that'll funnel yeah, itself that down. Was, yeah, thinking about that one, that one. And thing. then, like, I mean, England could, they, they have an easy path, uh, what could be an easier path. Spain, I'm not totally, like... Uh, Even Spain, though they won the Euro, you I mean, I mean, I think they're good to beat wild. Russia. I think they're good Spain? to beat Russia. I don't know, man. I, I'm honestly I'm just not sold on Russia. Uh, here, take a look at my bracket. Mm-hmm. I have, I have them losing. You have Russia. them losing. Okay. I have no. a lot of uh, a lot of wild cards in there. Like, for instance, Mexico's going to be Brazil on Monday. Wow, oh, really? It's, You're it's, going for Mexico? Yeah. See, see, I would have thought. That's <laughs> but my, it's so weird if you asked me to Mexico give a name. I would have so said well Brazil. But Mexico? okay, but I see your I see your logic. Yeah, Mexico I'm, did so well in those first two games, but then they just fell on their face in that last game and couldn't get, help South Korea out. Like, South Korea <laughs> gave them that. I know. It's just <laughs> these storylines. There's so many storylines. It's been a really good World Cup. Like, oh, that is hilarious, though. To like, if that. South Korea and Senegal had got in, oh, my goodness. Like, that. It's some of the That would have been a been. hilarious story, too. Mm-hmm. So, ah, what can you say? I mean, I mean, by the time if we are able to tape next week, we will the we will be starting the quarterfinals. I think the uh, round of sixteen will be over. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Um, and the and if we're able to tape next week, we will be in the middle of the quarters, and we'll see where we are there. Wait, so so you picked? Um, He's picking England. 
Right, and yep. you were picking. Oh, I said Brazil. Just right. if you ask me to say a name, I'll Kevin? just say Brazil. Oh. Although, although <laughs> I'm just gonna arbitrarily pick a team because I don't go Sweden. Sure, why not? I'll I'll be honest. I just don't care about the World Cup. I'm like I'm probably like one of three people I know who don't care about the World <laughs> Cup. The crazy thing though is, Kevin, look outside when you're driving around, oh. and the flags are out there. I can Everywhere. tell you. Being here in the GTA, it's crazy the amount of different flags we have out there. I can name like dozens, like let's see, all the flags I've seen so far. England, Germany, Italy, Portugal, Spain, Iran, Egypt. Um, what other ones? Saw, there are so many other I ones. I think I saw <laughs> Brazil. I saw Uruguay, I think, today. Um, there were so many. Oh, yeah. I think I would see. I think I would see a Korean flags in front of a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> so, I was gonna say maybe they should have had them in front of the Mexican restaurants, right? <laughs> like get them to. So, oh man. It, it, well, as I said, it's good watching. I'll say that much. If you're, if you're and then it brings it's good people to together. Did you see that one story about uh, oh. Senegal, Japan, where after I, I, that I, game? They started singing anime songs, like some One Piece songs and stuff like that. Oh, was that? That was trending like the on Twitter. Yeah, the fans. Oh, he, after the game. And he just found it. Oh, boy. Yeah, Mo is oh. now playing uh, wow, the wow. video. Like, Yeah, I can. See, football brings everyone together. together. Just other, like anime. Yeah, just like other stuff. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Like no language needed, right, Mo? Absolutely not. That Absolutely is. It was not. like I saw some of the different videos. It was great there. That was a great moment there. I thought <laughs> it's like of people coming together and stuff like that. Unity, oh. unity. Okay, now well, that as I said, let's. I'm curious to see it. Uh, round of sixteen begins uh, Monday. Tom- well, uh, oh, sorry. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow it starts. Yeah. Tomorrow. I'm just so hyper focused on that Monday game. <laughs> you're so it's like you're focused on your oh, one man. game there. I, 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 I called it being two two Mexico winning in penalties on that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you you didn't say England. Uh, let's take a quick break. Well actually let's get and then we'll start coming into East Asia oh, with yeah. the talk. Okay. Be great. Back in a second, it's the anime roundtable on Six Talk. No, I didn't do any stealth starts. <laughs> <laughs> not, not this time, anyway. Oh, man, a, a podcast I used to listen to, uh, The Nerdist. They used to do that oh, all the boy. time. Oh, boy. Okay, Nerdist. Now that you brought up Nerdist, do you have a thought on Chris Hardwick? I mean, t- to be honest, it's one of those things where it's like, when I read the letter when it came out on Friday, and not this Friday, but when it, when it came out on Friday. A couple weeks so ago. I read it, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of adds up. He seems like that type of person who would do... What she said. I have not read it. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. It's a sh- it's a short read. It basically says how he's very demanding, very controlling, has wants things exactly the way he wants things. And I mean, he has been sober for a long time, and he fights with the sobriety all the time. And he's super, you know, like 
controlling. And I'm like, I, I get it. That makes sense. I can understand why that would transfer over to his relationships and that. And it's just, I believe her. That's a fair thing to say. Yeah. I, I, maybe I want to give give this some better re- uh, give that a read. I mean, I, I I mean I was a fan of At Midnight. I yep. wa- I, I, was, I mean I, I I didn't religiously watch it, but in its last year I watched it a little more when it, I was. It, the format was so fun. You have three comedians, you know, going through Twitter and social media, just riffing. It's hilarious. No, it was fun. <laughs> it was a it was a fun show to watch. It's just okay. Um, I mean, but what, I don't know the guy. What, what do you guys think about him losing literally everything within a day? Like all his shows, all his appearances, this, no one's, and he's basically this done. This is the times we live in and stuff like that. I, I understand why it's going that way, but I do worry we get to a tipping point because we do have to look at due process to a degree and that we have the story, right? We're going to have that one story where all this happens, they lose everything. Then months or a year later, we find out it wasn't really that. But then that story never comes out as big as the other story previous. You know what I mean? And I do worry about that in the back of my head. And like I hope that's not being an kind of, awful kind of person. Like the, Someone will tell me I'm an awful person for that. But. Yeah, come in, yeah. <laughs> whoever listens to this show. <laughs> oh, kind don't the, sell yourself short, Mike. I, I'll I was, try to I was thinking the Simpsons Gummy to Milo episode. When oh, oh that and then one. how they, yeah, how they yeah, yeah. tried to gloss over the mistake. Yeah, the rock, hard rock. Thing. I don't remember that episode. And then, don't you remember with um, Homer, Homer Simpson? And he's like, candy. Right? And then he's like so, in the car. So oh. there's, a, there's a babysitter because <laughs> mm. Homer wants to go to uh, a candy show. A candy, candy show, show. Like a convention for candies. Okay. And at that convention, he steals a priceless, one-of-a-kind gummy, Venus de Milo, which is a gummy shaped like Venus de Milo. And then he loses it. <laughs> Like in his car. And then yeah, it was giving, on the seat. And then and I guess she sat on it. <laughs> and then he went to take it off her tush, to say the least. And uh, in doing so, she thought he was uh, grabbing her butt. And she slapped him and made a whole thing about it. It's one of those things where, like, if if that was a real-life situation where someone was like, hey, this dude who's hilarious and an idiot did this to this woman this one time. I, I mean, you know, it's it's all about context, right? I mean, in that situation, I, I, I side with Homer because I know that Homer's an idiot and wouldn't do that. But he, he he's more he, he, he his mind's always on uh, at that point would be on the candy yeah exactly and it probably was on nothing else absolutely <laughs> and, I mean so and then it's like the guy from Hard but then, Rise, like, and then sweet, and then he gets sweet, can can and then you see it's like going back and forth and they like, edited it the to make him the look edit bad. video oh that was, oh, was a real but because so it, it fit the narrative and then he's just like yelling at the it's like no Mr Simpson no Mr Simpson stay away from me uh, and then they and then <laughs> so. And then, and then, of course, they, he's proven wrong, he's proven innocent, and then everybody glosses over that. And then or the show goes on for another. 20 yeah, it, yeah, it continues on. Homer's yeah, all right. So, it's like uh, it's my 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 thought is yeah, it, it's just it is a sign of the times we now live in, and it, it could be also just the pendulum swinging because we because we as a society kind of tried to gloss over those things over like when, when these type of accusations came out decades ago, right? We, we, we did our best to undermine, undermine the undermine accusers. And now we re- are realizing that was a wrong thing to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So now, mm-hmm. now the, so because, so the onus here is less, uh, is less, on the, on the accuser as it is on the accused. Exactly. And I feel like it's just, and 
like it, it's it, so like our society's burden or our pu- public burden of proof or whatever whatever term you want to use. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. it's like and, it's like we're overcorrecting for a mistake we made in the past, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that's just. And and the problem is there is going to be collateral in in this now, and that that just that just pains it's, me when I think about that. It it's like sucks, mm-hmm. and just hope you're not the collateral, right? I mean, I, 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 it's it's one of those things where it's like we, yes, but think carefully what you're doing in the sense of if you are wrong or if you're lying or if you're not truthful, and this is going to impact the whole movement. Everything just yes, gonna, and mm-hmm. I, there's been. And I think there has been a few of those already. Yeah, there have been a few of those. Wait, so uh, any any major? I, I I can't think of. I can't think of the head of my head, but but there there I feel like there have been one or two maybe and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it was in the U.S. I just can't remember exactly. Okay. Now there's a but there's the thought and Chris Hardwick. Uh, well, he is married to an heiress, so that's true. Money's not an issue. And plus, uh, <laughs> his, his 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 wife's mother totally backed him got on social media and defended him mm-hmm. and i'm thinking Aww. well i mean he's 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 comfortable you know he's, yeah. he's a part of the family well, right once you're in the family i guess plus he has so much money anyways i mean he's and he he's, and from his own ventures yeah he sold nerdist a while back to legendary so he made a bunch of money off of that mm-hmm. and he has mm-hmm. like he had a whole convention and stuff he's he's okay he's, he's money wise he'll be fine mm-hmm. yeah which I mean, is which is one of those things where it's like when you think of like the the louis ck's and uh, oh. the um the guy from House of Cards, uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Right? Spacey yeah. I mean, if, if Kevin Spacey never works another day in his life, he's okay, right? Mm-hmm. He just stays at home and has his millions. Well, assuming to, he, you know, invested properly and all I'm that. Just, I'm, really I'm guessing the only it. thing he'll cry about is not getting nominated for the Oscar. But it was better. Well, that he's, he the has, better a, man he has got. at least two already. I yeah. think, right? Yeah, uh, at least one. I think, I think for American oh, yeah, Beauty. He did yeah. get the one. Yeah, you're right. So, I keep on forgetting because he's had such a long career. I, I remember uh, Neil was talking about this uh, one of the later episodes about how he did all that bad stuff, and we hate him now because of that bad stuff. But we can still like Baby Driver. <laughs> oh, that was a great movie. See, exactly. He was. He had a good performance in that movie. That was a great movie. Drop my, drop my pen. <laughs> oh wow, Mike is going full tilt tonight. Are you okay? The baby no, driver hit you uh, off. No, 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 nothing else. I just well, dropped my pen. Let me Go ask. Ahead. Let me ask you guys then. Are you able to separate the actor from, like, the actor, the person from the actor? Oh God, I hope. It depends. And, and and now, and since we're bringing this up, and now we start to get into the anime stuff because now that you brought these up, um, and Bill Cosby also comes to mind. Oh, and you're I, thinking and, of and the Kenshin creator, I'm yes, thinking? Yes, thank you. Now, you yeah. heard Everyone about, knows this, and I only knew about, about the this Japan side a few months ago. And the American side, it's interesting, the different responses, because he is no longer, the new Kenshin Ma is no longer in the digital thing for Viz. For Viz here. Yes. In and Shonen Jump, where on the other side. Let's backtrack Go for ahead. a minute here. No, you back, I, I mean, you can tell the story better than I could, I think, at this stage, James, because um, I, I only knew about it a few months ago. Well, uh, it's like, but this the facts are fuzzy for me right now because I'm telling it off the cuff. So but I remember Watsuki. That, Watsuki-san, Watsuki-san, the um, creator of uh, Rurouni Kenjin, who, if you remember, if you know the whole history of, of Anime Roundtable, everyone will know I'm a big fan of that show. But it seems like, so they had a warrant, the Japanese police, and they went to, what was it, an office and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm not sure what the warrant's for. They never said what it explicitly was for. But they found, I guess, some, was it photos or images of underage girls? I'm not sure what the context was of that. 
but they found those, and then he was charged um, with child like, pornography. It felt, yeah. So when you say images, do you mean like photographs or like hand drawn works? I think it was photographs. I think it was photographs. It was, photo- it was okay, photographs, so but I could be both. That's why I'm saying images. If, if it was, but I, it was photographs and probably images. But you're free. It's like, you guys you know, got. Sorry. I mean, I'm just confused in the sense of if it if it was imagery in the sense of photos of real underage people, I'm thinking yes, he deserves everything he gets. Good, but if it's drawings, he is a you know an mm-hmm. artist. I mean, that's. But I think it was a dicey, bit of both. Right? But like it's, it was it's, a bit... it's still be it's it's still kind of creep. Not kind of. It's still creepy. It is creepy but, but then the no one's of yeah, it. but no one's being harmed. So no no real children are being harmed. So then wasn't this yeah. an argument or not an argument? But didn't this happen a while ago with someone in the states uh, who got arrested for having a whole bunch of. Anti on the computer. Was this Christopher Hanley? I don't... There you go, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's, and there that's, was another fellow that came up to Ottawa and had the same thing story, happen to him so. as well. That was one we had talked about before, of course. But yeah, it's like, it was interesting that after, of course, this came out and they charged him. Once they charged him, that's when Shuisha uh, and that got on board and said, okay, we're putting you on hold and stuff like that. We'll see how this plays out. And I guess through the legal process and stuff like that, it seems they dropped the charges and something to that effect. I think it was a fine. Or, it was yeah, DVDs, it was a fine actually. or something. Like, it didn't seem 20, like it was much... Two, uh, yeah, it was DVDs. Yeah, 200 uh, images. Yeah, and uh, uh, he was fined uh, 200,000 yen. Yeah, and, no, it didn't, and, and, it didn't, and no jail. It didn't feel like there was much of a punishment. That's what it felt like. That's mm-hmm. why I said it felt like he made a deal and got out, and then Shueisha's like okay, I guess we'll bring him back into the fold. Like, nothing ever happened. Well, we all and, know why they brought him back. Like, mm-hmm. he makes the money. Something like that. Like, or, or the, other, the other one, uh, Shima Booker, who made Toriko. Oh, makes yeah, I, the heard money. About, I heard about that one. True. Wasn't he friends with the guy who does One Piece and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, makes, they're tight. Mm-hmm. So it's like people are questioning his... Uh, uh, well, it's there. I mean, the only thing I can say, and I and remember, I kind of said this about Chris Benoit too, uh, when he when he uh, when he committed, the wrestler, right? Yes, mm-hmm. when he, you know, everyone just uh, uh, and um, William Regal just simply said, "I was he was a good worker." So the only thing I can say about Watsuki at this stage is I enjoyed Kenshin. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. All yeah, you can no. say. I don't know Watsuki. I thought Bruce never Rankin was okay. Yeah, I think for saying like that, yeah, that's what both of us would say. We enjoy Kenshin we, stuff like but that. But that's all I can say. We're, I don't know I if mean, we're nah. ever going to be reading the next chapters yeah. of Kenshin because of what's happened, but <laughs> for feel, what we yeah. remember the previous one, that's not going to well, stop of all, us from I'm not gonna, Yeah, with that all said, I'm not going to give up my, my DVD set because if, with all this going on, how much would I get for it? <laughs> <laughs> Pennies on the dollar there, Mike. You're worried. So, so oh. I mean, it, actually, you might get more. I mean, like, you advertise it as being the collection of the dude who did that stuff, you know? <laughs> hype it up for infamousy reasons. Oh, <laughs> oh, the good okay. thing, though, is wait, that wait, wait, it's wait. out of print, right? Wait. Mike, so you'll get extra money exactly. on top. Just give me a thought. Give me, Kevin, you're the expert on this. What would you say I could get for it? Just right now. You should still be able to get three digits per set on Kenshin. Three digits per Yeah, set. because it's on a print. Oh, you, you have the bento exactly. boxes, don't you? I have the bento boxes. Yeah, I the bento boxes, the bento didn't, boxes. didn't do yeah. many. Did yeah. Kevin? So Sorry? They didn't do many of the bento boxes, it's, I think, did they? No, they didn't. So I think that's the other reason, right? That... Yeah. Yeah, So, but then again, I kind of like fooled around with it. Because I, I took the bento boxes, 
I bought the back in the day. I bought each volume individually, and yes. then and then the brother and then the Comic Den brothers helped me cut down the little sleeves to fit them into thin packs, and then they're all in the bento boxes now. Wow. Oh, because I'll because show my my bento boxes are as is now. So they're the, not with sealed, the, obviously, because I watched them. But, but they, they're all as is. But they, like with altogether. the with the uh, with the cardboard folds that yep, that folds, came in. Yep, so yep. so I completely redid mine into something a little different from what was packaged. I don't think that'll so so I've kind of I may have violated it in some way. <laughs> lack of a better I'm not sure that you should be using those words there, Mike, so, but anyway. I mean if, if you advertise it correctly, it could be custom artwork or something. You know? Or it's custom let's just say a customized version. How's that? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So I can't find them on eBay right now because when I type in Roroni Kenshin anime bento box, it actually gives me an actual, actual bento, bento box. box. <laughs> and when was the last time if people ate? We're going for dinner after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, man. so on the topic of goods, Pacific Mall. Oh, let us good old P Mall. Great, great segue. I mean, I mean, as I said, all these talk, everything we talk about, it will be always ongoing discussions anyway. So we can always say save these aside, and I'm sure we'll see. We'll know. We'll, we'll talk. We can talk more about uh, Me Too in the anime movement and all that stuff. <laughs> Me Too in the anime movement, <laughs> or how it relates and all that stuff. I mean, there's some like in many ways. Maybe some of our views have been already expressed in in roundabout ways, and pat and even the most recent episodes in the in the uh, sex talk era. So mm-hmm. we may be regurgitating anyway, but. We've hardly talked about Pacific Mall since we've returned. And when was the last time anyone went to Pacific Mall? I went on Monday. Great! <laughs> I was there a few months ago. I was there actually, um, yeah, about a month ago to get a new iPhone case. Although I will say the the store I went to prides itself on legitimate goods. Which I'm one? Having... Because there's like <laughs> twenty of them. Co- um, Tough connections, and they constantly say that. Uh, so they sell for the real for full price, you know, and they they say they're licensed vendors and all that stuff uh, with an X with an X in it. It's like they're so they're like the one legit store. It's just like how in Pacific Mall there's there's all these bootleg DVD movie places, but there's the Back one then. store mm-hmm. that sells uh legitimate uh dvds like Wait, there is one there is one yes it's on the back entrance i don't remember their name but when it comes to like magazines broadcast uh, uh broadcast is j- it? like korean like j-pop k-pop like like legit k-pop j-pop dvds and uh cds uh even like the even the dvds for their asian movies like for the chinese movies and what they're legit Mm-hmm. Well, they're the, the one legit store that I know of. Then all the other ones are bootleg. Yeah, and then we have, and then in terms of cell phone, uh, cell phone accessory stores, there's this place called Tough Connections, mm. which I've gone to, and I, you know, I, I got my iPad and iPhone cases there, and great place, nice place, really cool. Um, and and you can and you can get a, a deal, but it's not a complete steal. I mean, it's better than a lot of other places, but uh, mm-hmm. by a couple bucks, yes. Yeah, and, and it's mm-hmm. worth the charm for Pacific Mall, the drive for the charm of Pacific Mall itself. It was in the news this week. Pacific Mall got busted. I think. Well, it's, they always it, seem to get well, busted every so often I, because well, they're I mean, the most. I mean, I guess. Uh, pull- Prolific uh, piracy places in, in North, North America. America. Forget yeah. Toronto. Forget Canada. It's up there. It might be one of the greatest brick and mortar piracy places in North America, if not the world. But certainly, the, certainly in North America. 
So it, it so back then it would have been DVD movies and most re- in this particular bus it was probably still DVDs but not as much but more accessor- fashion accessories. Oh yeah, yeah, cosmetics. cosmetics. And that is cosmetics, the worrying thing because why would you get any of that there? Like I would worry like about my, where it came from and how. It yeah, would my sister. You. Like, no, my, I mean, for us, I'm assuming for us, it's we would be worried about that. But certain people have to keep up with certain standards and whatnot, and they're super into these Kardashian <laughs> yes, cosmetics yes. and stuff. Uh, I get right? where you're going with that. Uh, <laughs> oh I mean, no, like. Lots of okay. You're, like I know the you're the, more the fashion guys. So Supreme and it's like you know, Supreme off, bathing ape, off white, yeah. like your Yeezy Adidas sneakers. Oh, there's mm-hmm. there's several of those. I, I never, I Kevin, fake merch. Kevin, Kevin, mm-hmm. for reference, and I know uh, this is the first time. And just for reference to our listeners, Kevin and Mohammed are meeting for the first time. Hey, Kevin. Hello, <laughs> um, Kevin. Kevin's Kevin's very much very much our fashion uh, fashion expert here. So I don't claim to be an expert, but, but more of an enthusiast more, than and anything. He, which means that I think he can speak for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, there's like several stores that carry all this stuff, and but honestly, it's like the people who care about the legitimate product they won't go to Pacific Mall for yeah, that. No, like I haven't been able to find a legitimate dealer there. Maybe there's one. Fashion I don't know. Works, right? Yeah, like that sells because there's are there's a number of stores in downtown Toronto that are proxy stores. So they'll they'll import like legitimate bathing ape or Supreme. They'll order online, or maybe they'll go to Hong Kong and get stuff, and then they'll just bring them back and they'll sell them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all the high school kids, oh, they're still into all that stuff. Like mm, like the, the, the lineups uh, and stuff just. Oh yeah, yeah. So like yeah. like high school kids, even and, even um like sometimes exchange students. Who, and who oh, still de- like to oh, keep up with those you mean trends. the you mean the Asian ones? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is that you can't. There are no there are no Canadian outlets for a bathing ape. There are, there's no place where you can buy Supreme legitimately with like they don't. Supreme doesn't have a store. In Canada, so we're talking imports. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. either you have to order online and fight all the bots like everyone else, or you go through a reseller that probably you won't trust market. and but would probably mark it up and so forth. Oh yeah, sure. Course. I mean, the prices are so insane. But you oh, know, yeah. as as a saying, as as the as the urban as the famous urban poets the Wu Tang Clan, Clan once said, <laughs> "Cash rules everything around me. Get the money, dollar dollar bill, yo." So. <laughs> Uh, oh. But uh, I mean, my uh, back like about a decade ago, when uh, or less, uh, roughly a decade ago, my sister went there for cosmetics, and th- there mm-hmm. was some legitimate cosmetic stores. The, the one she went to is long gone; probably can't afford the, the the. You can only sell so much when you're surrounded by so much. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it got busted again uh, this week for a bunch of things, and like like. Well, like my own reaction is, um, I guess it was due for another one, for another bust, because uh, this seems to be um, a quadrennial thing anyway. It's like vendors twice a decade, them, right? Well, I mean, I, I always, I always like to see uh, what what's changed from visit to visit, and always a lot seems to change every vi- every yeah. time I go. But I mean, mm. Pacific Mall to me these days is more for I go there more for the um, for, for something to eat. Or just, but but I mean, as I said, the last two visits I've made to the place, uh, and it has been strictly to visit that store, to visit mm. uh, visit uh, visit that store to buy something for for my uh, for my um, devices. Yeah. So and, and I I trust this place, I, and I honestly trust this place. 
not, and I'm not, and I'm not being paid to say that. It's just that's just me being talking as a consumer, mm-hmm. yeah. And as somebody who tends to be into these type of things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, here, I mean, you guys can see, you guys can see the uh, my iPad and my iPhone here at the desk. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then sometimes if I want to get something to eat, that's more of a foodie area now. Yes, I remember the yeah. um, interesting. They had the first North American made cafe in that area. Uh, yeah, just a little a south. The, uh, the old, uh, the old uh, I made, which we've talked about in the past too. Um, we we uh, and then we, and then we tried to get an interview with the guy who was running it, but just before we were able to do the interview, it started. It went south. Yeah, it went yeah, south on them very badly. Uh, and then um, Uncle Tetsu's is a, has a has a base in there now too. Yes. so on the outside, which. Gets a li- which will get a lineup. Which will get a lineup by midday. <laughs> because yeah, they started the off like near Ryerson there, like Ted Rogers School of mm-hmm. Business at Dundas and uh, Bay, mm-hmm. just north of there, and they had the lineup and they started there, and now they're just everywhere. Yeah, they, the one in Union Station, the one up there. As you Wait, said, Union they Station? Were at, really? There's, there's, one, there's one Union Station. Now, I yeah. thought you knew at the York, York, Yorkdale has one. Uh, there's a second one on Dundas, and it's literally. You don't walk in; it's like a window, and of you, course just, the you walk and of by, course, and it's like yep. some yeah. some ladies or some cute girls there, and it's like that, and you just you get. And get of, to course go, you know? ca- yeah. of course the maid cafe. Of course the See, so. the maid cafe is where I go and buy my cheesecake because rather than waiting in that goddamn line, I go straight <laughs> into the maid cafe. They sell the normal cheesecake there. Walk and out. I, go in, buy out. my cheesecake, walk out. Like maybe five minutes tops. Pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the question is they were doing was, stuff was at Anime North too weren't yes, they the, for the, that they for were, Uncle Tetsu yeah, yeah so. Uncle Tetsu made the, the employees there made an appearance yeah. I like the one with the green hair <laughs> I'm sure she's is not that because you gave you a discount and, on your cheesecake just like Kevin. everybody else in the world not. probably in, uh, and probably not listening so <laughs> keep trying um, <laughs> So there's that, like, I mean, that, that's, that's probably the interest for me. And then just see what survived <laughs> over the years. There's some, I think it's not years. It's probably months. No, but there have some. been stores that have been there literally for, since the place opened. Oh yeah. A handful. Uh, I, I can think of a few. The arcade has changed like several times in the last like 10, 15 years. But it's there. I don't it's, know how. It's more of a. It's more geared towards children now, whereas mm-hmm. past iterations had a lot more uh, internet cafe like things. Yeah, well, like, or yep. Mm-hmm. One was like half and half. One was more like a standard arcade with like your typical arcade machines. Tried to be more Asian Asian themed game centers, yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. And now it's more family oriented now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's uh, yeah. I mean, Palladium ran that place for a while. Palladium actually had their well, name Palladium's on Well, still around, man. And, That's and crazy itself thing. is still like, around, so... They're still in Mississauga. Yes. Yes, they are. So there's... Wait, That's what, Pacific what, Mall. What? Palladium's still one now? <laughs> no, Palladium's still alive. What caught your attention? Yeah. Just, just quickly. Oh, no, I was just pulling up photos from the Maid Cafe Bucket I went in 07. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. All from the Back old then, one. Back then, yeah. Okay. I didn't scroll through. No, I, 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 it's okay. Uh, yes, I remember... Um, like a regular place. Yeah, I made old. I made yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back then, our old I made old wow. I made cafe, and, the, and when it was around, it made it made some headlines <laughs> back in, back then. Yeah. Yes, I can. I do remember the place. It was funny because um, we put a link <laughs> in the old uh, anime roundtable episodes. We put a link to that I to that store. Yeah, and then as the place out. went oh, under, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> story, story. So uh, we did put the, a link to the cafe in the episodes before. 
And as the place went under, they lost the right to the, the domain. So oh. you can see what what's about. So maybe I, I don't have to go through what eventually happened to that domain. Well, or don't, you, why don't, don't you tell me it became like some porn site or something. <laughs> No, I won't say. No, I, 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 I won't say that. But it was a classy porn site. That's what Mike's trying to say. <laughs> it's like in that episode of Simpsons where Bart works at that bordello. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't know it's a bordello. It's just a big old house, you know. It's yeah, just yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so there. So Pacific Mall, way to go, guys. Um, Let's see what survived. I mean, I'll try and make a visit somewhere along. The, the sex line. shop's still there too. I think. I, I don't think it was raided. Everyone was asking, was it rated? I don't think it was. Wait, well, well I can't say I know definitively. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we had this conversation before about the Netflix and stuff and how you didn't know about the... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I had known, you know. No, no. Well, great, great segue. Um, uh, and, uh, well, that's Pacific Mall. Thank you for mentioning Netflix. Okay, so just before the show today... Um, and, and Kevin was here first, and he, when he came in, I was, he, he noticed I was watching the very first episode of Attack on Titan. So there you go, the first anime within the last five years I've at least tried to watch. I, I, I mean, I'm going to have to re-watch that first episode again, mm-hmm. but I, at least I started to get a little bit of a sense of it. Um, what was, tell me about it, like how big was attack on titan back then because can you give me a sense of it a little bit hmm so uh i mean in anticipation of its third season in anticipation of a theatrical release well i would I mean, say theatrical release it's more of a preview of yeah, the new season through theaters and that they've done it before country roll with uh agent magus bride and stuff like but that it's so. it's always nice when they do show anime in theaters like yes. no matter what anime it is just and because it will sell out Mm-hmm. A lot of people will be there. You'll go in a lot of fun. That's all. Yeah, it might it be is. the only whales, and but that one we that have. One we is, are lucky to live in the GTA, so we do have a lot of options. Like in Mississauga, we have the one option at uh, Winston Churchill. On that in Toronto, it's probably Young, Young and Dundas. Yep, we get yep. some at Courtney Park as well. Not yeah, all of them. Court, not always at Courtney Park, but Winston Churchill usually is the main go-to and, by Courtney and, Park and talk, if and, they want to add another. And yes. for, for anyone, uh, just the context here, we are talking about former AMC uh, locations, which are now part of Cineplex. the monolith. Oh, yeah, that's right. All three yes. of them are. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. yeah, yeah all, the, all the ones you cited are former AMCs, which You're now are now part yep. of the Cineplex mm-hmm. uh, chain because, you know, what isn't? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about them doing delivery of Cineplex popcorn now? Yes. yes. I heard about yeah, this. Uber Eats. Oh, Uber man. Eats. That is. Uber Eats. If, if, if it wasn't for the fact that it would cost so much money to get that popcorn... I would totally do it. You mean and you the mean fact you don't it wouldn't be as fresh into the theater? <laughs> it wouldn't be as fresh. No, like oh. ever, the only times I've ever ate popcorn from Cineplex mm-hmm. at a theater was I either leached off of someone else's popcorn bag or had some sort of coupon Bingo. that already gave me the popcorn Bingo. with the yep, ticket. Yeah, it's because oh. Bingo. Yeah, whenever I in my case, whenever I had a date, so I haven't had popcorn at a theater <laughs> lately. <laughs> And you live like 10 minutes from a theater, man. It's just like, wow. Hey, it's all good. Uh, you could be like me and go watch foreign cinema by themselves. Yes. Um, actually, well, no. let's, let's talk about that. We'll, we'll touch on that a bit later on because you did see the uh, some a bit of the um, Japanese film festival at, uh, at the JCCC, right? Yes. Okay. I only have a story from it from a few years back, but um, well, well I, I don't know if we'll get to that tonight. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know, well, it's not as if 
as it's not as if I intend for this to go anywhere to for this show to disappear again anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So I know we'll get a chance to talk about that. Okay, so uh, Attack on Titan. Yep. Let's go back yes. to that for a sec. Tell me. Do you mind if I jump in quickly? Go so for it. I, I hadn't. When Attack on Titan first came out, I hadn't watched anime in like five years at that point. So I'd been really out of it, had no idea what the current crop of shows were or any of that stuff. But Attack on Titan blew up so big that I brought me back. And I remember watching it and thinking, you know, this isn't. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a big shift in like episode five and six. Uh, big events happen. I don't want to spoil it, but that then shifts the show and there's the whole mythology behind it. I remember the concept of like the whole manga is still being done and they're going to run out of material. They're going to have to go into fillers. It was like a big, it was a big, big thing. And I remember thinking, this is, this is big. This is really, it was crazy because yeah, the manga then blew up even more and it was like one of the best you've ever seen. Like basically one ended up advertising for the other and vice versa. And then what was it? Perpetual perpetual motion. It's Mm -hmm. usually the anime advertising the manga. But exactly. and in North America, that's always the case. And then nowadays. it was the interesting thing of was it two years ago yeah, at San Diego Comic Con where they had that co pro between American comic artists and Attack on Titan and Kodansha USA mm-hmm. publishing that. And I think that was last year or something like that. And you never see that. That is a rare phenomenon. That tells you how big it blew up. I think, I think, and hit culturally. I think the weight mm-hmm. they did between season one and season two, because there was a significant weight between the two seasons because mm-hmm. of the material and whatnot not being fully done. I think that hype and anticipation, because everyone watched the first season, there was enough time to watch the first season. And everyone just got so riled up and hyped up in it, right? I mean, it ended mm-hmm. in such a way with the first season where it was like everyone was clamoring to get more, which increased the manga sales, which brought back to the season two. And now we've got season three coming. It's just this whole, you know. I always, th- I actually thought that the length in time tempered the popularity a little bit, and maybe not by a huge amount, but I feel like it's the hype is definitely not where it w- was from the past, but you still have. But because it hits so hard, mm-hmm. you will still have a sizable amount of people that will seek it out or they are waiting mm-hmm. with bated breath for the next season. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like the World Cup, you know? It's like people love the World Cup. They're not spending four years waiting for the World Cup, but then when it comes out, everyone's super hyped about it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I will, uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, this was on, I put this on my list and I made a promise that I would try to watch more than one episode <laughs> If you before. can get to episode, I think by the time, by episode five or six, at that point you'll be hooked and then you'll just have to watch the rest of it. You know what it may, watch. you know exactly. what it may come down to? I feel for me, it's, I usually don't watch anime by myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So I usually will watch it with somebody. With a friend at least? Yeah. yeah. Friend, so I friends. have, I have a, I have a couple of buddies where... Like I will, like the newer stuff, I will watch with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to me, that's more of a it's a more fun experience that way. Yes, it is. I mean, kind of like going back to our days in the anime clubs, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, that's, of course, that's, that's half the reason why I watch anything anymore. It's like recommendations from friends about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I started mm-hmm. watching this new show, uh, Megalobox, and I oh have- yeah, oh yeah, that one is incredible. And then the story because it's the 50th anniversary exactly. of the original yeah. manga yeah. and series Ash- Ashita no Joe. So that's why it says Joe 50th. And what they were able to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, because it was like post-war Japan originally. He's poor and stuff like that. And now it's kind of like, I guess, post-apocalyptic, so to speak, (laughs) with and like technology and stuff like that. But they fit it into 13 episodes, which I say bravo to that, because that was a long-running manga and series. 
and a classic one too on the Japanese side and mm-hmm. for certain other markets. They've been getting better at reimagining those, those old properties. But like I feel like this, this seems to be a trend lately, for that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like for this that is a trend in anything. Like everyone reimaginings, mm-hmm. reboots. But for Megalobox, this is the first time in the English market that that series has just hit the market on fire. Like none of the other versions have had that hit status like Megalobox has. And I think what was it? Crunchyroll does their thing where they show um, every season what people are watching, I guess, across America. And supposedly across most of the states, people were watching Megalobox, which was a nice it's, surprise. It's a good show. I mean, it really is. It, it's, but it's, it's a nice surprise. It's like it's like it's boxing. It's a simple, you know, it's kind of like a shown in the training and whatnot. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a good show to watch. Mm-hmm. And the animation is good. Oh, like I, everything I is really. You know what I love oh. about the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack, especially so what was it, the first or second episode where they had that... The hip-hop? Yeah, hip-hop or yep, Samurai yep. Shampoo exactly. type feeling, exactly. that one so, thing <laughs> where he's going... Oh, I need to watch that show. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's I, worth just, it to watch I'm, with I'm people, just Kevin. I'm considering just writing down titles as, as I hear them. Just to say, okay, maybe I should tr- see what these are about. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm getting, getting, after Anime North, I'm getting curiosity to watch the, the new card captor. Oh, after yes. meeting After meeting Junko Iwao. Um, on Neil's recommendation, one thing I did earlier today was watch the first episode of of uh, Space Battleship Tiramisu. Oh God, that show! Uh, <laughs> fuck, what the hell, man! <laughs> such I a, mean, this is just after such one a episode. Dumb show. After one episode. After one episode. But uh, and uh, and and I want to. I'll tell. I'll say more about this when when Neil shows up, so I can tell him to his face. What the hell, man? <laughs> that <laughs> show revels in its stupidity. And yes, it, that's. As, I already start to get that sense. But it's fun, though. It is. Yes. So <laughs> I, I, I thought, but I. But it's more. Uh, but what uh, the story for me on this, and one I want to share with you guys, was more on the technical side of having to watch that because I had I watched it. Okay, we're going to have to like take this, <laughs> take this pen to Mike because he keeps on trying to drop uh, it. You know what we need to do? We need to put that pen on a chain so it doesn't actually fall down anywhere. I'm just going to throw this like yeah. out the window. It's the like, thing is I want to write down some of the stuff you mentioned to me. <laughs> so earlier, like, earlier this afternoon, I watched uh, the first episode of, of Tiramisu. And um, I tried to watch it on, on Apple TV. I don't have a... A Crunchyroll, like a paid Crunchyroll subscription. You can only uh, on an Apple TV. I think you need a full subscription to watch it there. Mm-hmm. Try to wa- uh, try to Chromecast it off my iPad, and and I think um, I think I ended up with more that with ads that lasted longer than the episode, the seven minute episode itself. It's because the Canadian market just kept going and going. Like the thing is I tried to, I tried to start it here, got the, got the advertisement, tried to throw it onto the Chromecast, got another set of advertisements. And then when I finally got to the video, one, it wouldn't run on the Chromecast. So I had to put it back on the, uh, put it back on. So I had to throw it back onto the, just the, just the iPad itself. Mm -hmm. And the audio was out of sync for the entire seven minutes. Oh, that happened with a. There was an episode of Loop on the Third I was watching, like the the newest on, on one. Oh, part five. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that doesn't happen with me with that series, but I guess sometimes I weird think, things can happen, right? I think it's just on the device. because of the way I was trying to watch it. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I've sworn to myself. I was considering to myself, um, okay, I have Netflix. Is CR is Crunchyroll a worthwhile service? You said it would. It is, James. It, yeah, with the way 
Crunchyroll and Funimation basically have the alliance. Now, as I told you before in a few weeks ago or months ago, it really depends what happens with the Funimation Sony deal, whether they're going to continue that partnership or not. But if they do leave, that's going to leave Crunchyroll with a big hole because they're like, okay, we're the streaming guys. We know how to stream. Funimation is the packaging guys and they have the dubs and they do the dubs. And that's how they divvy the work, so to speak. I think, yeah, and they have the buying power. That's yeah, the big I mean, it could be thing. it could be like how Disney is pulling out of uh, all their net stuff. But we Netflix. don't know what's going to happen with the Sony deal. Whether they want to use one of their existing services and something like and just, that. You know, I well, mean, like the, Crackle or well, something Crackle's like that. being discontinued in Canada. That came out this week. So oh, I did not hear so, that. So um, you learn something new every. So there's that, and yeah, just to backtrack, wasn't, wasn't Crackle free? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was yes, it is. Okay. But you no. know, I mean, just use one of their services but and amp it up. Wasn't that the only way to watch that, like Singaporean Nodami Cantabile dub or whatever? Something like that. Yes. Yeah, that <laughs> yes. was what it was. Yes, Nodami and, and the and the first attempt at the Kenshin dubs. That oh. that was there. Um. So yeah, just this week, uh, it, um, on, on services, yes, uh, Crackle announced that they're going to pull out of Canada. So. There's question marks there. Just to backtrack, just for reference, um, Funimation's about, like, Sony's about to take a big investment into Funny, right? Or, yeah, right? basically, it's going to go through, no doubt about it. But it was interesting, as I told you, with that deal, where it was, they had a lot of universal people that were being hired and were in Funimation. So a lot of people thought, oh, Universal's going to buy them out. And there was that interest in that. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they wanted to get the ball rolling to get a higher amount, right? And so it ended up that I guess Sony had the better offer. So they went with that for that money wise. But the only one who wins is uh, Gen Fukunaka. Because <laughs> yeah, he's got cackling like, in his this, office. This guy, like this guy, I like God bless him. He's probably living the bloody American dream where he starts the company, gets Dragon Ball Z, the cash cow, mm-hmm. sells it off to um, Navarre. Navarre with his original investors, still the president, still running the ship. Then has Navarre sell it back to him and some billionaires for, for even less. less. And then he sells it to Sony for all this money. Like, God that's bless him. And he's like, still running like a, the company. He's still getting a big Mr. Like, Burns all Mr. the way. Mr. Burns all the way. I was about to say I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he doesn't love <laughs> anime or something. I'm just saying, God. He's, he like, just, he's made some very shrewd investments. Crafty, just, crafty character. <laughs> He's made shrewd investments. Now, and, and he'll cash in yet again. So, and on, they've managed him. to not implode like ADV or any of the others oh, with yeah. ba- bad investors that kind of pulled the rug from under them, so to speak. Do you guys remember when there was many different like licensing? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Pa- there's, pa- yeah there's, now, still, there's still some. Like, you basically, not, it's Funimation th- Crunchyroll is kind of together. Like, that's what people think of in physical. And then. You have Sentai, Sentai, which is the old ADV, and it's yeah. like High Dive is there, mm-hmm. streaming thing there, trying to get off the ground. Gaon's and, done, right? Hmm? Long yeah. ago. Oh Yeah, yeah that's long, long gone. Yeah, Bandai's I mean, long gone. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that was, that predates... Wait, is that, uh, Bandai's gone too? Yep. Bandai, Bandai USA, gone too. yeah. Yep. yeah. But I mean, aren't that, they still I mean, doing Gundam stuff? 
Well, no, it's Sunrise. And oh, Sunrise yeah, yeah, is yeah. doing it through Right Stuff. So Right Stuff is distributing on behalf of... Except Sun- for Iron-Blooded Orphans. Yeah, which is fun which to me. I thought that was curious how that happened. Now, it's interesting. Cash rules everything around me. <laughs> it's interesting. Isn't, isn't Iron-Blooded in like a different universe in the Gundam universe? Well, still Sunrise who... Still Sunrise. It, right? It's one of those yeah. rare instances. Because we just assumed, mm-hmm. oh, Right Stuff will just get around to it. And then... <laughs> And All then, of a sudden, yeah, they said, yeah, it was in a solicitation or something. Yeah, mm, no, but it's, it was funny thinking back because then you have media blasters and they actually are still hanging somehow, on by a thread. Yes, and, and, and John was at Anime North. Poor, was it this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did not talk about it. I totally forgot who they released. John Cirabella was here. Yep, I wish I had the chance to talk to him. I briefly talked to him last year, but. So he, they're still hanging on by a thread, but he's like, at one point he said, I'm going to give it up, but then something motivated him and he's still going at it. God bless him. I don't know how he does it, but he's still He was going lucky at- enough to get a couple of porn licenses and then... Well, no, he sold some of that to Faku, remember? It's like that partnership with Faku. Oh, like they're for- streaming it on Faku, yes. Yeah, but, it's like a partnership of But some they're still sort. releasing, like they... They like re-released. I think they did re-release Urutsuki Doji, and then they've gone a couple of newer like hentai anime as well. Like at one point, it was really hard mm-hmm. to license that stuff, but well, I guess no, they for, were able to get a couple of popular stuff, and so they're yeah, still the problem was on. the uncensored, and then it going back and stuff like that. Yeah, but the other one that we forgot to mention, of course, Disco Tech has grown leaps and bounds in the most recent years. And it's not just the old shows, as we say, from 80s and 90s. They've also been getting some newer stuff and some classics digging into the Genion library. And they've had some great stuff. They're also licensing like obscure anime from like the mid 2000s as well. And so that for me, it's like, I don't know if any of you remember DeCapo. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. But I know that I remember the name. I never. They are my last hope. That's, for that's your bucket list. Ca- yes. that's, that's your bucket list. Yes, I want I want DeCapo and DeCapo like, second season. That's, mine that's what is, I want. Mine is almost mine is pretty much done with uh, Kimigori Orange Road the manga coming out. Yeah, so, no, we'll people see. they said they've heard uh, that from people, but we'll see how that goes. And then we'll have hopefully they got Library War that was great, but hopefully they get the movie. And then the other one, Library Wars. On wow, there. there's a name. And then yeah, the other I one. Wow. And the other one, other than the movie, I'm hoping that the Blu-ray, I got mine just to hope that they get the movie. But the other series from Genion that wasn't released here at all was um, made uh, Carmen No Guy, which is a very very weird series. But that one was during when the bubble burst. So either them or Main Japan, hopefully they can get it. Hmm. Hmm. But uh, no, they've gotten, they do the Lupin still, thank God, like getting the Lupin out into the world. Yeah. So, but that's my experience with Crunchyroll right now. So I guess, uh, see, see, I'm interested in getting the subscription. So now, now, because you're enticing me to check out all this stuff. Well, they do, like, as we said, right? It's like, yeah, things go out of the streaming service, but they have so much content Mm -hmm. from the Funimation partnership, from Funimation itself. From the recent stuff, and they do have gotten some older they, stuff they, from uh, discotech and stuff and like do, that. And they, they're interesting. So. I think. See, the only reason why I never got a well, okay, no, there's two reasons why I never bought a subscription. One is that I usually watch stuff like I don't watch stuff right when it comes out anymore. Sometimes mm-hmm. it will take me like a week and a half. So at that point, it's like it was free anyway, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I I can put up a 480p to be honest. 
The other reason is that I think they still the backlog is still blocked in Canada without subscribing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you have to watch after a certain time because our ad space, like, the amount that they get from ads in Canada is next to nothing. So since we're nothing burgers, after a certain amount of weeks, it goes only to subscribers in Canada. And so the I think the reason was also, like, because, you know, the dollar was going up and whatnot. Or no, the dollar was tanking. So they were like, oh, well, if you, you know, ra- we'd rather keep the price the same... So they didn't increase the price, but then, what, uh, what but then the- they ended up blocking all of the back catalog in Canada without a subscription. That pissed me off because I was what, almost what is exclusive. The price currently, for Crunchyroll, it's still eight bucks. I think seven or eight. Is bucks. it just for that one single uh, subscription? I guess. I think it's like seven or eight bucks a month. And, yeah. or, and I think and they have like a seventy dollar have- annual. Yeah, it's around and seventy. Have, and there's a lot. Do they have like a? Like do they have like a family plan or something? The way Google is? No, I don't think no? so. No, no I, I think know. it's just would, the one would, account, isn't it? Would that be more Which enticing is, to people if they paid fifteen bucks and got five licenses or something? I could imagine that being you know groups not, a, of, not groups going out because yeah. that's what what was it? I think that's what um, Sentai is doing for High Dive, where it's basically similar to the Netflix style of you can get like three accounts or whatever a number of accounts, and you can share with your family and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. or friends. Mm-hmm. Which I, just, I, I feel like it's a great oh, strategy. Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, I just mm-hmm. no back catalog annoys <laughs> me though. You, you have I was, Netflix. I was almost yeah. exclusively okay. back catalog. Um, yeah. So do I've you have Netflix. Out. I have Netflix. I lend the password. Wait, which no which, uh, no which, which uh, level of Netflix? Just the regular. Just the, the regular. The one just, screen. Just the one screen. Or I have two, the, one screen and two devices to if you're going to download stuff. I have the, the the top tier, the three screen one. Okay. Only because. It's like the entire family. <laughs> well, in my case, because I'm 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 still fairly casual, and then so I'm not on it. No, I'm, I'm religiously. You guys are, it. but it's just so I mean, good. I mean, it's just <laughs> I mean, just if, so if, if the needs if the needs arise, then I'm going to ask Neil to uh, to pitch in. So <laughs> the other one that's an interesting <laughs> one we're thinking about since you said Netflix is what about uh, Amazon Prime since they have the oh, video God. and the thing. I can't. I do say not. Anything. I can't stomach I can't myself say. to do it and. They haven't raised the price in Canada, weirdly enough, probably because they got nothing. They, they got nothing. And absolutely. And I, I, every Sorry. time I buy anything from and Amazon. And I'm saying from shipping to everything else because I can get free shipping and I'm close enough to the warehouse that usually it'll get well, there fast enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the topic of shipping and stuff, I, I, on the topic of shipping, and we, since we talked about Anthony Bourdain and we're going to talk a little bit about Marvel movies later, I think, maybe if we have time. <laughs> um, you know, I, I the day Anthony Bourdain died, I bought I bought two of his books, mm-hmm. and one of them is backordered. So, but I got them today. I got them today. I got um, Medium Raw today. But mm-hmm. uh, just, and then I bought Deadpool as throw-in just to get the just to get oh, the free shipping. Yeah, yeah. So, to thirty-five. Yeah. So and and and, and coincidentally, they end, and coincidentally, um, and I and I'm pretty sure this is coincidence. Uh, Nasty Bits, which was another one of his little his books, uh, was available on on uh, on Kindle on the Kindle services for two bucks. Hmm. So that was an easy sell. It, it, that's all I can think about Amazon for. Right well, now. I mean, for me, Amazon is that, and I mean, audiobooks, right? Yes, mm-hmm. they're like the kings of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, web services. They're, they're well, yeah, more, but te- that's technology not, that's wise, I guess. Sure, it's yeah. like we're we're watching on an Amazon service right now on the TV. 
Oh, wait, are we? No, no, we're not. This is sport. That's Sportsnet. We're wa- uh, oh, this is right. we some... I was thinking Twitch because no, we were Twitch. because, yeah, because we were watching Amazon Twitch too. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we, Sorry, we were watching that, Overwatch stuff. Oh, because remember tonight, when we watched? Yeah, 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 on um, esports TV, which is part of which has an agreement with Sportsnet here in Canada, so it's part of their Sportsnet Now streaming ser- services. It's actually s- exclusive to Sportsnet Now. So only it, the finest esports. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I sense the sarcasm. Sarcasm, me. The real question is: Are golfers real athletes? Oh, so I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I was I was listening to that episode today, um, and that conversation about. Uh, male pole dancers. <laughs> oh, well, no. human flag. Oh, oh, and, 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 I mean, if, if Neil, if you're listening, I mean, they do exist. Apparently, you know, that's if, if you're still wondering. <laughs> you you're gonna tell, take him to an I'm establishment? Sure. No, I mean, because <laughs> when, 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 when he said that, I googled it, thinking, I mean, is that a thing? Because that's the type of question where it's like, because it's that. that you know, right? Why <laughs> just, wouldn't it be a thing, though? You, you just don't know, right? It's like, <laughs> is it sexist of me to think that guys can't do pole dancing? <laughs> I just like, don't think of it. Sorry. It's not, yeah, I'm not, it's not I'm my not mind. I question that part. <laughs> it's just not something that comes to mind. You're right. Yeah, that's, so a, that's, just, think... that's, it's just, that's the extent of it. Exactly. And then Neil brought it up, and I was like, well, now I got to know. Neil enlightened us all that day, exactly. didn't he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure for better or for worse, but he did enlighten us. I will say, okay, so I, I, among other streaming services, and I know these are not related, um, Rakuten has Vicky. Um, my sister, my other sister, not the, uh, not the Empress. Um, my other sister is a, is a big Korean drama, uh, drama oh, junkie. Yeah. So she'll mm-hmm. watch, she's watched a lot of episodes on Vicky, and they have a free tier, so... She watches that, re- watches stuff on that religiously. That's uh, that seems to be a popular one these days. And then as for Crunchyroll, my um, my other sister, the Empress, um, the em- the actual Empress, she she criticizes Crunchyroll. They, apparently, they have some data issues or something to that effect. Hmm? Do they have um, data leak issues or something? I mean, like data breach and whatnot. I don't know about that. I always just hear about how because. The service isn't that great at times, and people usually attribute that to how the actual like they don't have much of a dev team or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, how they outsource all a lot of it in like, like Eastern to, Europe, yeah, which, yeah, which Eastern probably Europe which may India. led to the issues I had. I talked about the technical issues I had earlier. I, I talked about earlier. It really came to a head, of course, during Dragon Ball Super and oh, One yeah. Piece during those airing back to back, and she, people were getting hammered from all over the world. And we saw the yeah, Mexican she, she, uh, plazas. Yeah, that just, was an interesting. She just time. said there's yeah. there's hacking issues there, but I don't yeah. know for sure. So, mm. I mean, I, I call me interested, but I'm waiting till the end of the World Cup anyway. So, because <laughs> everything, I let's just say my attention's elsewhere for the moment. But I, I mean, I'll give it a more serious look uh, when time comes. But um, uh, only because I, as I said, I, I mean, if this is, I, I want to get a little bit more caught up. It has nothing less to do with the podcast as it was just to rediscover things, and. Uh, and we we want to have we want we want to have these long conversations about where anime and manga are now compared to when 
when the round table was during the round table's comic den era, right? During mm-hmm. the comic when den it, era. When, when it encompassed our entire lives. You know? Yes, when yep. it did. <laughs> and it's well, good that there are. And, and, there's, and in all of us, there's still mm-hmm. curiosity anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So we'll. So um, I know we'll have this discussion a longer a longer discussion about it in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anything else? No. Anything? Anyone else? Oh, uh, what do you guys think about? Um, I got like YouTube. YouTube bread? Yeah. There you go. Oh, but because because of the because of what because of Cobra Kai. Um. Yeah. I mean. Oh boy. Plus, they, which, they, which 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 got renewed for a second season? It Apparently, did. it, it, it did. got did. some very good reviews. It's, it's um okay. no they they released Google uh YouTube Red in Canada mm-hmm. like last week and I just got it and I'm just it's so much better than regular YouTube if you're using a phone and are on the go and stuff. It's just so ridiculous. Are you on? I actually didn't know this was. A yeah, thing, I didn't right? know either. Oh, so it's, it's very mobile. It's just, it's just okay. for, for me personally. It's, it's the concept of being able to download your YouTube videos, mm-hmm. so you have oh, them for offline. Oh, okay, that's cons- you can you can act like like uh, for offline viewing. Exactly. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I commute to work and I'm on a subway for a long period of time, and it's just you don't have a signal. You're underground a lot of the time, and it's like just having that constant. It's good. Secondly, the ability to have a video constantly playing while the phone's off and in your pocket just it's just so good you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's interesting i mean there's lots to talk about on these things and this is sort of where they have to go ctv has announced a few new services uh, some streaming services and mm-hmm. that's people say people kind of link that to crackles um uh withdrawal from canada so they're gonna they're gonna brand, rebrand a lot all their channels and have accompanying streaming services. So sci-fi, beca- um, so space becomes CTV sci-fi, hmm. comedy network becomes just CTV comedy. Wow! Um, oh, really? Yeah. So wow, um, Gusto like- becomes CTV Life, etc. And then a, a dedicated a dedicated streaming service they're just gonna call CTV Movies. This will co- this will premiere in the fall. So everything is about to be like who CTV? owns CTV again? Bell Media. Bell Media. Bell Media. Doesn't Bell also do Crave TV? That's what I was saying. What's happening? Yeah. To so Crave what about TV Crave TV? Then? And all what's happening yeah. to Crave TV? And that's because where it I gets all Crave interesting. Was... I, but I think I see. And so what's going on? Or is it an um, is Crave the big umbrella and the rest of them are underneath that? I, hope I don't that's know. What I, 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 hope, I ultimately I, that's what I could foresee happening. And this is like. And it would be the pre, it would be a premium thing, and Crave would be considered the premium part of it. For, for me, I've, I've had a Crave subscription in the past, and then I've gone off and gone back on it simply for one show. Letter Kenny, have you guys heard of? Letter yes, Kenny? I know Letter Kenny mm-hmm. because yes. I know it's lead actor, and uh, what's his name, Jared uh, Leto? No, not Leto. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, it's yeah. Because he played Don Cherry in a in a, in, a, in some CBC movies. A few he's, years he was back. also in uh, Nineteen Two, and he's a good Canadian actor. Yeah, he's a, he's mm-hmm. actually a, he's actually very good. It's, um, it's it's actually really funny. My boss at my job, or the CEO of the sorry, the CEO of the company I work for, uh, is like friends with him's family. His family. There you go. <laughs> and then and he and it's loosely based on some of his experiences, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just that language, it's, it's just so hilarious. It's. A, I, I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's a very highly praised show. It won an upset at the Canadian film at the Canadian. Um, the Gemini's. It's no longer called that. It's called no, the Canadian. No, it's not. It's screen called the Screen Canadian oh. Screen Awards or something yeah, like it that. It lost screen to uh, Kim's Convenience. No. 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 Well. 
two years ago, okay. maybe this year, but okay. last year people thought Kim's Convenience would have won, Letterkenny won. This year mm-hmm. was it the other way around, I wasn't think, it? Yeah. So it's like Kim's season, Convenience finally Season two of won. Kim's was way better than season one. So. I have to watch that. Too, and it's on Netflix now, season one and two. Uh, in, in, for, in Canada too? Yeah. CBC's really? oh, well, CBC has uh, has it all free because I thought the entire was on, like CBC's <laughs> entire history. Yep, you can see is available if you're if on a free subscription. Anyway, if you're willing yeah. to pay for it, less commercials mm. and wait, I've never I was, been a problem and, with and the access, commercials and, and access. Yeah, yeah and access to um, never bothered yeah. me. Yeah, and for CBC, like CBC, they have and a few. access to um, and access to uh, CBC News Network with a with a paid subscription. Oh, okay, okay, so, so that's can, the extra. Okay. That's the extra with. Okay. That you know, people so sometimes care. Just go get food or go take a piss or something. Yes, commercials. Like commercials. commercials I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like once you like like stop watching ads or commercials, like you watch content without ads, you get hooked, and then you can't go back to ads. If you do, it's just annoying. It's super I guess annoying. It's, I like, guess it's like that binge concept that Netflix goes with, right? It's but it, like you'll see all the one, and then you'll go to the next. Yep. But the Kim's next. is Kim's is on uh, on Netflix in Canada too. It is, yeah, season one and two. Um, so is uh, all of Schmidt's Creek. A whole bunch of CBC stuffs on there now. Not Republica Doyle. No, Mr. D's on there. Mr. D, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Republica Doyle, I was a fan of back then oh, too. Okay. I, I guess like some of it is like. It's them showing the government because remember they were talking with Heritage Ministry about Canadian content and stuff like that and how much they were going to invest. So I guess this is their start and then they'll get some more original shows, I guess. Hmm. Is that the ever ending debate in Canada, of course, especially with the transforming landscape, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes there's some maybe some good stuff if you're willing Mm -hmm. to look for it. So I'm going to keep digging. As I said, Kim's Convenience is one that had me curious. I've never seen the app, the show. I haven't really seen the show. Okay. I should. Huh? I a, really it's should. It's a good show. It's a it looks show. like a great show. You should show. see it, it's, Mike. It's I, really... I, feel I, like, I feel like people get over... Um, they get over... And people get scared of the whole fact that it's a fully Asian cast and that's the focus point. But I know that I, I know I remember the guy who played like the father in that because from mm-hmm. he's in a lot of stuff. stuff. He, he's yeah, in he's a lot of stuff. And I know he's a very good actor. Oh absolutely. It's it's so relatable. Like it doesn't matter who you are. It's just a nice good story. Yeah and, and on top of that mm-hmm. on, on top of that um, I know it's based on a play Yeah, and the play I would have wanted to see um, that was a and but mind you, I was at the Soul Pepper Theater Company, and oh. its head, its former head, I think, was one of the first Canadian victims of Me Too. So, mm. Albert Schultz. So, I, I just personally like seeing all the Toronto landmarks and stuff. No, it's no, shot it's, in location. It just it's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Toronto. There's, in Toronto so there's, yeah, exactly. There's a there's well, a it's, recommendation. It's, it's why and, it's why mm-hmm. I enjoy watching Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, <laughs> and and I know that um, I know that uh, Daniel Day Kim, the former one of the former stars of Hawaii Five O, yep. is a fan mm-hmm. of that show. And he has, for a long time, wanted to do a produ- uh, an American production of Kim's Convenience in the theaters. So mm. there's a little thing. Too bad I can't mute this easily. <laughs> so <laughs> let's take the break. Uh, we'll uh, end it off. Let's talk Marvel in the final segment. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, just for a few minutes, okay? You mean, you mean that disappointment that came out a few months ago? Sure, why not? We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk, whichever, yeah. whichever disappointment you want to talk about. You mean about. black? No. <laughs> no, I heard that movie was good. <laughs> Let's talk, we'll if talk. only you had gotten that popcorn from... Oh, uh, man, I, s- I swear, it's just like, that would have made the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you would have had to pay for it. <sighs> Back with the final segment in a couple seconds. It's the round table on the Six Talk Podcast Network. 
Welcome back. Folks, do you have 15 minutes to spare? Why spend it taking a shower when you can spend it entertaining, educating, and enlightening yourselves with stories and thoughts from the Roundtable regulars in a short, digestible form? It's What's On My Mind. Check it out in between Anime Roundtable episodes on your Six Talk Podcast Network feeds, because she won't go out with you, no matter how nice you smell. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, when you started talking, I thought it was like an actual ad that you're promoting or something. Like you got, like you're, oh man, it's oh. just, wow. Well, that's, know, like I I, I standards have gone was, down. No, I know. the tablet flip. I was like. I mean, when, I when, like, he, when, he, when he started, I thought you were going to talk about like, like, like razors or like something. I'm like, did he get sponsorships? I didn't no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing like that. But this is an encouragement. Remember, basically, basically, it's the return of, basically, this is the rebranded space to rant. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, as an encouragement, since I've only, in this incarnation, I've already done two. It's not, don't get me started anymore. Um, no, that was that, that was, one episode. That was that one episode, one episode with episode, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that, that should be like a series. Anytime Neil comes on, just have it called Don't, Don't Get, get me, started. me Started. Yeah, And that we were going to use that branding, but um, we may, and maybe it'll still, uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? I, in many ways, that, that's probably like a subtitle for every anime roundtable episode, <laughs> for certain roundtable episodes. No, I, I, obviously I've done, I've done little, uh, little, Stories, monologues, etc. I mean, telling. Um, what, what, where's the subjects of my first two? Oh yeah, just uh, maintenance in the first one, which was longer than the second one. When I told the story of Rob Ford's childhood friend, who I worked with. Yeah. So, um, but if you have, but to you three and everyone and the others who are, who do the show, much like when Enrico and um, Megan did did uh, did space to rant. If you have little stories, five minute, like ten, fifteen minute or less uh little things you want to add just record them send them we'll put them up uh put them up just tell a story of course it within our within our little uh <laughs> within our little um frame here right so that's uh and chances are maybe i'll will uh, somewhere along the line we'll i'll put up another one sometime in july as well just to tell just to tell a story mm-hmm. uh what's on my mind that's what we'll call that's the name or don't get me. Or if Neil does it, yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> Grinds my gears. Uh, what? <laughs> Grinds. <laughs> well, I I wish Neil was here because I maybe I can get his thoughts on this too. I, before like before we go tonight and once and now going a little bit away from the anime side, but still saying on the pop culture side, I'd mentioned that um, in the last little while I've watched I've. Slowly tried to get caught up on the superhero on superhero movies, DC Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe, X Men, etc., etc., etc. And I know you, some of you have thoughts. I mean, I'll, I'll let you know my recent watching history. So I've watched, and not necessarily, in, not totally in this order. Um, I'll try maybe not get the order totally right. Watch the um, watch some of the most more recent X Men movies, uh, Days of. Uh, was future it? Past. Days of Future Past. I've seen. I've seen the three of them. Um, Apocalypse. Days of Future Past. I saw Apocalypse and First Class. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. I've seen all. I've seen all three of those. So like one and a half of them is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Olivia Munn was in <laughs> one of them. Um, I saw. I've watched. Uh, 
I watched uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. But not the original? I've seen the first first one. Oh, I've seen, I've seen, yeah. So these are my most recent watches, right? My most recent watches. And it took me a little while. And it took me a little while. I finished, uh, I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. So I'm trying to think about, okay, what's worth watching? Guardian and on and Netflix of the ones of the in the cinematic universe, the ones I haven't seen yet. Gar- the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies and Doctor Strange. Ooh, we should watch Doctor Strange. Sorry, yeah, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange one. first, because some friends have told me watch um, the Guardians. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Movies. Watch Guardians one and then watch Doctor Strange. Don't watch Guardians two. It's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, by, and I mentioned I have Deadpool sitting here too. So I have a little bit of watching to do, and and and, and the Tokyo and the Tokyo Diner Midnight uh, Tokyo uh, Diner Midnight stories are uh, I have the movie versions of those too. Shinya Shokudo. Um, you have a thought? Well, like which way I should be approaching watching the any any um, of these movies? I think you just gave me one, but well, yeah. So I mean, I think with with Marvel Cinematic Universe in general, there's in my opinion one of two ways to go. You can watch all the movies in chronologically released order. Don't skip any. Go through that entire process. Um, I don't recommend that for people who haven't seen or have been haven't seen all of them already. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, you, I see. I know, and, and I know because Civil War takes place in the aftermath of um, uh, Avengers Two uh, of the second Avengers movie, so, and of, which I never, which I've yet to see. Exactly. So, like, out of the eighteen current movies, I feel like there's like ten that you have to watch. Um, and there's a whole bunch that you don't have to watch, like Guardians of the Galaxy Two. You don't have to watch that; it doesn't do anything major for the storyline. Deadpool. Uh, then not. It's not part of the MCU. Um, oh, okay. No, I'm just see what, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what the hell do I know, right? <laughs> it's it's it's, I, it's understandable. These things kind of all mesh together know. a bit. Um, and, yeah. I know. And Spider Man was in this ver- incarnation of Spider Man is now part of the universe. Right, right. But it's, the previous two, no. <laughs> but, but but honestly, it's 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 how you feel about it. I mean, there's certain movies that like if you see a character in there that you like, just go ahead and watch it. Right. I mean, that's. Uh, recommendation wise, obviously, certain movies are better. Like, I don't know if you've seen Ant Man, and the and the sequels, which I haven't. Uh, and obviously, that's hinted in in Civil War. I'd yet to, uh, and then the second Ant Man movie is about to come out. That's another big concern, is in the sense that you'll watch a movie like Civil War, which has the entire cast of all the other movies, and you're like, haven't seen those other movies, so then going back to watch those movies... Oh, because little... other... Yeah, because events happened, right? Exactly. Uh, like Civil War, as I said, it's in the... Uh, infinity. It's in the aftermath of Infinity War, was it? No, Civil War is in the aftermath of uh, Age event? of Ultron. Oh, Age of Ultron, yeah, okay. More like the weekend of Ultron, but, uh, you know... Yeah, Age of Ultron, so... I mean, this this it's uh, it's kind of overwhelming. I mean, DC, well, it sucks. <laughs> where 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 it, it's question more questionable. I mean, I watched Wonder Woman, but I've yet to see. I I, I didn't watch Batman versus Superman. Isn't that wasn't Wonder Woman the the first really good non Batman movie in the series? And like, well, well, in the in the in the in the, in the in general. I, I mean, in I general. enjoyed that. I enjoy. I personally liked it. So I I mean, that's all I can really say about it, right? And then. Um, because they've tried to reboot that thing like at least once, if not twice, haven't they? I could uh, be wrong on that. For the, for the DC stuff, like they, because they, they've been trying to create their own thing, but yeah, they've been trying to create their own cinematic universe too. It's it's so weird how they just can't get it right. It's, yeah, it, with Marvel, their biggest issue is they don't own all the properties, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's split between mm-hmm. different companies. It's hard for them to get main characters like Spider Man and the X Men to be part of oh, the yeah, universe. From past deals, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But with, with Warner Brothers, it's like you own 
everything. And How you hard? can't get this right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's like, like, I mean, okay. Tell me if I tell me how right or wrong I have this. But um, okay, so obviously, we Batman is now through three incarnations since nineteen since the late eighties. So the Michael Keaton, like the Tim Burton uh, depicted one, okay, and then the Dark Knight series, All right, and then now we have this one starring ben, with Ben Affleck in the role. And which are which is separate, which is now another incarnation, I suppose. Small small correction on that. So I'm 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 assuming you're gathering all of the first generation Batman's, uh, Keaton, um, Clooney, Bell Kilmer. Yes, those are all just one. And then you have the the good one, the Dark Knights, and then you have the, the new one. <laughs> the good I thought, one. I thought, I thought, you missed George see, Clooney there. Too. But I love Batman. For, no, <laughs> I, I mean I, I mean that first the, the first Keaton one was, I enjoyed, but I think it's because of Jack Nicholson. True, true. He was mm-hmm. good. And then in the second one, it was... Uh, Danny Penguin. DeVito. There you go. Yeah, Danny DeVito. He was mm-hmm. Penguin. Yeah. As Penguin. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, and then with uh, Christian Bale in the in the Dark Knight mm-hmm. series. I mean, let's not forget the Bat card. I mean, come on. He's got a credit card with his logo on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, well, now I'm thinking Adam West. But... Um, <laughs> That's sad. So... <laughs> And so where do where so how do I look at the Ben Affleck in, uh, incarnation here? It's tough. It's so tough. I mean, it's. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, this one hasn't had its move, its own feature yet. True. He's been in what two, not three, technically two ish. Uh, I mean, I mean, two and a half I mean, ish, I guess. I mean, what, what, which ones? Uh, Justice League and uh, Batman versus Superman. And then he had a small cameo in Suicide Squad. For ah, like okay. Okay. Yeah, which, which, which I forgot about. <laughs> but it was filmed in Toronto. I mean, come on. Everyone was talking. I know everyone was talking about, it, and then when it came out, everyone sounded so disappointed. I've yet to see it. Yeah, it's it's not a uh, it's not good. I'll want those two out two plus hours back. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, I remember. I remember. You still haven't seen Batman versus Superman, right? Uh, no. Have it, have it, have it? I, I, and, but oh, I've no. seen. I, but I've seen the first. Uh, the first Superman. What was it called again? Man of Steel. Thank you. That, that was good, man. This was, is, this, I'm so out of it. This isn't funny. It's, it's not. It, come on. I, I heard it's divisive. Oh no! It, I, 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 it. Like I mean, watching Man of Steel. I yeah I, I can say I it's I didn't it's, really seem to think much of it. It was it was okay. I it think was, I think I people, mean I liked what they were trying. Yeah, I mean people yeah. just kind of blew it out of proportion with the whole so much collateral damage. He destroyed a whole city. I mean that's super. That's what they but that's they superhero do. movies too. No, but I feel like people wanted to. Have you guys, has everyone seen the Avengers? The first Avengers movie. I've seen first the Avengers second movie, half yes. of the Avengers. The first Avengers. The, the good part. <laughs> For a while, I was like, yeah, but in, in that movie, you had a giant alien force invading uh, New York City, and there was little to no casualties because it was all nicely quarantined and organized. But in Man of Steel, it's like literally toppling buildings over. I'm assuming people are in there, right? It's like all would have all would have taken for them would have been like like two minutes or like a couple of lines of dialogue saying how. Uh, some policeman is like gathering people to get away or something, you know, something to emphasize that there's buildings that are being destroyed are empty and people aren't dying. You know, that's all it would have taken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, no, I just don't know what to make of it. That's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, this is from somebody who enjoyed actually w- enjoyed watching the Highland TV series, the Highlander TV series, and the Highlander. There could only be one. Yes, but yeah. the way that those narratives went and the way it kind of jumped around through time. Okay. I sort of, ha- and I know this isn't really the same thing, but I sort of felt, it sort of felt that way watching Man of Steel for me. So I, I, I was a little bit more patient with it, but I can see where the disappointment was because I know Highlander is a bit of a acquired taste too. Mm. That, and so that, that, that's sort of what came through my mind as I was watching, 
what I remember of watching Man of Steel. So, I mean, as I said, I, I liked Wonder Woman. I have yet to see Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see Justice League in that sense. So, but I know, but that one's a little bit easier to decide what to, which way I should go with that. Yeah. Marvel's another story. Marvel's tough, especially for people who aren't super into the whole. Yes, I know. Right. It's because it, it's like you'll. Like me. Basically. Or me. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's like, I mean, what I say to people like you two who haven't seen all the movies, it's like, you know, I'll list two or three major ones that, you know, Would are be. self-contained aren't super part of the overall narrative. They won't confuse you when you watch it. Like Doctor Strange is a self-contained movie. It, like Iron Man is a self-contained yeah, movie. Yeah, which is true. And yeah, I've only seen the first one, I think. Yeah, and that, that was... A, and, and, and the problem is I don't come away thinking, okay, like I don't come away... Like like I said, going back to Civil War, I, I mean, I watched it, enjoyed it. I actually really liked it. And yes, I'm aware of the events of um, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I, I never totally felt lost watching it. And that's just that's just due to their craftsmanship, the way they, they tell the story. I mean, they tell a story in a way where they understand that it's yes, part I, of the bigger story, but it can be still somewhat self contained. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I took the words out of your mouth. Ex- you absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean that that's that much it, yeah. the fairest thing to say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's they they, they did it in a way where it's like they knew that ninety percent of the audience has seen the other movies, but for those ten percent who haven't seen it, we got to treat them as if they're the hundred percent. Because if you can treat them as the hundred percent, then they're ninety percent. I think that's the magic, but that might be the magic of the how of of Marvel's of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and 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 maybe why uh, like and always the dilemma when doing a, an adaptation based on a, on a comic book because mm-hmm. there's yeah I mean you have that um, you, there's that narrative that has always established itself over decades, maybe even a century, mm-hmm. and then you try and translate that and distill it down into a movie. And it doesn't always work, and but somehow, so you have to make it appeal to, and try and find that wider appeal. Exactly, trying to balance the the need for that wide appeal, but to a way to satisfy uh, the diehard comic book fans who right. saw that. And mm-hmm. it, it's like if you play too much inside baseball with these movies, then you're gonna miss out on the overall audience because only a handful of people mm-hmm. understand it, and it's not good. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, sort of saying, I sort of said that to myself as I saw the live-action Kenshin movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder oh. if I wonder how much Watsuki had uh, input in that. <laughs> Look, <laughs> speaking of uh, live-action, what do you guys think of these uh, live-action animes they're making, like Full Metal Alchemist and Bleach and so forth? Haven't seen. Uh, well, uh, they're hit and miss. Uh, they're they've gotten better. Like Bleach, we don't. Looks okay. I've heard they got better, but like live-action Tokyo Ghoul. Pretty decent adaptation. Uh, live action Parasite, pretty decent. Even like they had to do some adjustments between the two movies, like with the material and certain characters are not there. But overall, a very competent production for a Japanese film. I should mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't need to use that qualifier, but <laughs> I mean, have you seen a uh, Psychono the live action? There's a live action Psychono. Yep, there years is a live ago, action Psychono. Yeah, I think Viz even back. released it. Didn't Some it? years back, yeah, yes, uh, and did. that would have existed in the uh, comic den era of our show. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Um, I thought, yeah, yeah, they definitely did that. I'd even say like the live action Attack on Titan movie. It deviated large. Oh, it deviated from the source material, but you know what? Like, I don't need it to be exactly like the manga or the anime because I have the manga or the anime for that. <laughs> Absolutely. So to me, 
the first Attack on Titan live action movie functioned very well as a horror movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the second one is is okay. <laughs> like it kind of it kind of became more of like a a survival movie, and it just it also added some sci fi elements. I feel like it it went in a weird direction, but mm. so I wouldn't say that one was as good. But you know, it was all right. Now. Yeah, you still get your, like... I feel like in terms of the live-action TV shows, they're still kind of janky at mm. times. Like, like we all know about the live-action Nejima. Like, we still... Oh, wow, yeah. But granted, no, you also... There's a punchline there. I think I have plenty of videos from one of the stars. But then you have <laughs> gems like GTO. You have yeah, gems like, like the, no, like the live-action no That was so long ago, man. Oh, yeah. Man. We're talking long ago, though. Yeah. yeah, like, you still have the odd gem, but I think they're still... Kind of yeah, they're still kind of janky. I feel for the I mean, TV shows. I mean, I mean, yeah, and then you have something like uh, and not necessarily related to Denjo Toko. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I, I don't know if you know about this one, uh, this recommendation, um, Father of Light, the Final Fantasy uh, TV series. It's on uh, Netflix. Um, uh, the apparently true story of how um, how uh, yeah, how uh, like a twenty year twenty some odd year old used Final Fantasy to get close to his father again. Oh, wow. oh I heard about this. It's an interesting story. Documentary, I'm guessing? No, no. It's a, it, no, well, no, no. It, it it's was a like a fictionalization, ten, like fictionalization of, a of an apparently true story, but maybe it got a little more real because the guy who played the father died in real life a couple months ago, actually. Mm. So um, that, that's a good, interesting story. I, I thought, uh, like, let's just say uh, I thought I found it cute, interesting, um, not a, and a worthwhile watch. I'll, uh, I'll point it out to you. I'll point it out to you. That's a, that's a personal recommendation, Mel. So there's those. Um, where's my other train of thought? Uh, like, okay, well, I'll say about my own thought on the Kenshin, on the live-action Kenshin movies mm-hmm. was... I missed I, those. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah, a, a story, a, a quick story from this. And I, I know we won't get to the talking about... I don't think we'll get a chance to talk too much about the um, Japanese film festival that ho- took place at the Japanese Canadian Cultural Center here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I had tickets two years ago to see the other two movies in the trilogy. I had long seen the first two. But the thing was, I bought them, and then I just realized, wait, is this the same week and same day as my co-worker's wedding? Oh. And, and you went to see Kenshin instead? No. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, I you could... Did both. You know what? I told my, I think I told, I told my, I told my co-worker that story. I said, you could have raced here afterwards. <laughs> but no, I would have felt bad. It would have been quite the race, actually. So, um, so I missed out on it. I, I, I mean, I know what happened in the movie. I've seen the movies since. Uh, so I, I will say this much about these type of things. I take fascination in the deviations because because um, every single work as uh, every single work from uh, from the original to say, well, the TV turned off. Um, every single work from the television from say the original work, whether it's an anime or manga. To the secondary, to the devi- first of the deviated works, so usually from manga to the anime, and then etc. I'm always curious to see what came, what stayed, and what didn't, just to see what the um, producers of each of the each of these individual works thought was important. And that's why I don't mind these deviations, even when even in the anime, like you had you've had numerous anime where it had to deviate from the source material, rather. Whether or not it was because of there was no more original material like FMA at the time for the first series, mm-hmm. or if it was just directorial choice like Bocarano. Mm-hmm. and like all these all these fans that that 
piss on, oh, you didn't adapt this, or oh, it's not the same way. It's like, really? Like, why do you need to be exactly the same? Then it would be pretty damn boring. Yeah, and not to social them. media is definitely but, made uh, their voices louder, I sure, guess. Sure, but I think the discussion is fascinating to me. Hence uh, shows like this. Mm-hmm. Hence podcasts like this. So there's my thought. There's a thought there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess. By the time we talk again, I'll probably have at least seen one other movie of some sort. I don't know what. Hey, has everyone seen uh, Your Name? Yes, yes, yes. No, yes. Okay. And we've <laughs> talked about, uh, like, we we briefly touched on our thoughts on me on um, Makoto Shinkai, mm-hmm. and um, like Your Name, I think is like is now probably the hallmark work for him. Oh yeah, without, without a doubt. Yeah, like for the general I thought, audience, that is I th- the pinnacle. Yeah, now, I, I, like it, it, it's, us, it's it's the peak. The I, I, and we th- I remember about like in the uh, back then we we were raving. I was raving about five centimeters back then. Oh yeah, that's still, still the better this, film. That's still in my the better eyes. film. Like me and Kevin talked after we saw Your Name because we saw the same screening. Yes, and we still thought we understand what it is. We think it probably is the pink hole in the general scheme of things, but five centimeters, I think for both of us was still the best in the end. For what reason? I mean, I think I know where you're, um, no, say it. I'm not necessarily disagreeing. It's just, I want to hear this view. So I watched five centimeters first. So Mm -hmm. that skews my view a little bit, but I did since go back. I went back and I saw voices and I saw place promised. I think it was Place Promise. That's yeah, the second one. Place yeah. and, and, and then there's Garden of Words. Oh, the Footage that, movie. And then there was and, another but were, movie. But those came all after, after yes. five, five centimeters. centimeters yeah. And to me, I feel like he kind of honed, not honed his, well, he did hone refined. his craft, but like he refined that formula from those first two. And then the end result was that. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and I also liked how it ended. Your name? Uh, that too. I did like how your name ended, but I, I also like how Five Centimeters ended. Mm-hmm. And did it's, you all, you all watched Five Centimeters? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I actually have the, uh, the, there's a, the manga adaptation too. So. Yep. Yes, I have that too. And the way it ended, I watched it with a friend once back in high school and he didn't like how the ending turned out. Mm-hmm. And I asked him why. And he said, well, pretty much it, it for, for those who haven't seen it, I guess this is a bit of a spoiler, but... Uh, yeah, turn off the... Yeah, good night, folks. The ending is bittersweet. Thank you. And he didn't like how... He didn't like how it ended, because the protagonist is has more or less become a bit of a shell of what he what he was yes, yes. in mm-hmm. his in his younger days. And I thought, you know, but... He's hardened, he's bitter, et cetera, et cetera. And, but I'm like... But this happens to a lot of people. Like, I know, why I do felt, I need to have a happy felt, ending? You know I what? It, that's what I like, that emotion. That was a really good compared to the other. That's how I but, felt. And it was a similar feeling to a game I was replaying recently where it was Radiant Historia. And on the DS mm. one, they ended on a similar thing, bittersweet ending and stuff like that. And now they've added all this content, the new 3DS one, and this new side story, basically, quote unquote, wraps it all up and we all live happily ever after and i don't think you always need that you know what i mean well i didn't know they added all that stuff yeah they added some content in a new storyline to wrap it all up so to speak i don't want to i didn't know that that's interesting Hmm. yeah like that one was a bittersweet one as well 
for the original and I liked how it did. And I'm okay with the happier and stuff like that, but you don't see that other side as often. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want all the same things. Like, you can't always get what you want, you know what I mean? Or be happy at the end. I, like, my thought on that ending was, okay. But the thing is, it sounded like he had completely burned out and he walked away from his from his job, right? From his mm-hmm. job at the time. And I thought, okay, he's just moving on and... I, I never like I, I it wasn't it was a yeah it was a fairly sad ending but you just you still feel like he has he could like you don't you never felt it was totally hopeless for this guy that's the sense I felt he he just knew mm-hmm. he had to take a step back and reassess himself and I thought okay he's moving on and life goes on and the manga mm-hmm. expands on that mm-hmm. yeah and that so and, that, and that's the feel I got and that's the feel I got so yeah it was a little sad but not ball out sad for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like, remember it's all good. It's all it good. just felt so powerful to me back then how it's like yeah you know what things just don't always turn out the way you want them to amen yeah I think uh, as we said yeah more powerful for that emotion than the other one where it's kind of you saw the build up to it and stuff like that and I guess the other thing is we watched so many of Shinkai's works that he has a way of operating that you kind of know where he's going to go for some of those things yeah. Like it was interesting with your name where the first half didn't feel Shinkai and then after you got through the halfway point it went Shinkai to the max. <laughs> <laughs> he just he was just revving. He turned he turned he, he turned just, the knob just, and then just, he just went just, just just shining up that just shining up the key, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's a similar movie. Um I wouldn't say it's it's the same thing, but um there's this movie um and if you want to look on the and I will cite this in the history of the York University Anime Club. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's this movie that came out in the uh, mid '90s called Love Letter, a Japanese movie. This and this was I refer to this personally as my inspiration to get in to get in when I look back on my whole time running an, an anime club. Um, I saw this as part of an East Asian movie festival put on by the East Asian Studies um, Studies uh, Students Association uh, at York. At York mm-hmm. University, and I during my uh, during my off time from classes and stuff before I went home because I was commuting, I would watch these movies. But it ended. But the finale and the organizers of this festival were so high on this movie, they wrote. They even wrote a synopsis, which I I thought I still had, but I, it might still be missing for the entire movie. They loved it. All the movies that we saw during that um, during that festival were Hong Kong movies. They had they were they had subtitles. Mm-hmm. They they introduced, but they showed um, love letter with like raw. No, it had no subtitles at the time. But they wrote down a synopsis, and it was such a good story. Um, years later, and I have I have the DVD on me now. Strangely, it was a Korean release for a Japanese film. It, just for reference, and I'm just going to do a quick aside. It's Star, uh, who was a teenager at the time. Um, grew up and dated in her adult life. Um, she dated Hideki Matsui, the uh, former baseball player. So um, the younger star, uh, the uh, the um, the older one of the main star, Miho Nakayama, is a, I think a well known is a well known singer too. Went on to parlay that into a singing career. Anyway, the crux of the story is about. Um, a guy and a girl 
who hold the exact same name, Itsuki Fuji. Both a guy and a girl in a small town uh, as teenagers. And then fast forward it years later, the male Itsuki Fuji has passed away, lamenting and there to mourn, mourn that his passing is his fiance, who is an exact spitting image of the, fem- of the now grown up Itsu- female Itsuki Fuji. They were playing, Miho Nakayama played both roles. So, okay. mm. in her mourning, she sent, in a delusional, I guess delusion, she sent a letter to Itsuki Fuji's hometown, uh, when, where he lived as a teenager. Where the adult female Itsuki Fuji still lives, and she got that letter. And so starts a bit of a to and fro between these two women to learn about to learn about each other for the first half of the movie it's not like that it's not it's slow 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 but then we realize oh wait this is happening revs itself up kind of like what you just described in your name mm-hmm. personal recommendation i would even like i would gladly uh, bring friends over and screen that here uh, screen that amongst friends somewhere along the line if there's any interest in it whatsoever it is for me personally it is the movie that inspired the way i would approach running the anime club here so and uh, and you know the and you know where that anime club where you know where the york university anime club sits now it's still standing but i think this was the movie that inspired me helped me help me build uh, help me um help me uh, solidify the club help me um in my time uh, in my approach in running that club and that approach kind of trickled down through the years mm-hmm. sounds very intriguing I'd be down. You'd be down? I'd be Indeed. down. That's one? So, that's it. Yes. That's it. So, um, I ha- yes, I have it here. So, uh, so um, yeah, come on over sometime to the, to the listeners. You know, since we do encourage people to want to see the show, uh, show live, with that in mind, uh, don't, don't forget our, uh, don't forget our um, contacts, uh, Sixtalk.com for the show archive at Anime Roundtable on, on Twitter and www.animeroundtable.com still has yet to be updated, but uh, it's still <laughs> valid. I still own it. You can check that out. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else to add uh, before we're done? I need to see Black Panther to be honest with you. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, at which point uh, on the topic of don't get me started, I don't know what to say about that. Like, like. It's just so, honestly, I'm so wrapped up in my little bubble of interest uh-huh. that I just don't, like, if someone calls me out, mm-hmm. like, hey, let's go watch Doctor Strange, then mm-hmm. I'll go. And that's actually how I watch Doctor Strange, and Deadpool, mm-hmm. and Thor Ragnarok. Those are the last three Marvel movies that I remember watching in the theater. If you don't, I won't go. Just don't care. I don't care enough. Not that I don't care, I don't care enough. Because... Whenever, whenever I go to the movies, mm-hmm. I prioritize anime movies gotcha. because they're limited. They're limited. I'll go watch Japanese foreign cinema or Jap not Jap. It is foreign Japanese movies, live movies. action because they're limited as well. It's like they're literally, if I'm lucky, you get the or second festival. screening or what? Or a festival. You or know, a festival. One, yes. One mm-hmm. screen. You know. Yeah. Or when it's when all the Oscar bait movies come out, I'll usually pick and go watch one or two. Yeah. I mean, I tend to be even worse personally. I'm just not keeping. What up. was like the last movie you saw in theaters? 
Me? Yeah. Well, I had popcorn at the time. <laughs> oh, let man. me guess. Let me guess. Was it good popcorn? Titanic? No. <laughs> 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 okay, that's good. good one. Did Jack survive? <laughs> now I know who won't be on the show next week. <laughs> no, it was... Um, it, was uh, it was a movie called... Um, Wolf Warrior 2 with uh, Wu Jing. Okay. Who's a well-known action star in, in mainland China. That's the last... Uh, and, and about a month before that, I saw Wonder Woman. And yes, I did have a date. Both times. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, that's seriously speaking. And, and, and for reference, uh, Wolf Warrior 2 is on Netflix. Mm. But the problem is Wolf Warrior 1, the first one in that... Not on Netflix? Not anymore. It was early, okay. but not anymore. And yes, this is it is one of those things... Um, it would have been nice to like. It is a fairly self-contained, and I was. It was an easy watch anyway. Did but there, I would have been curious to see the first one. Where did you watch it? Young Um Winston Winston Churchill. I forgot exactly now. I think it was. It might have been. It might have been Coliseum in uh, in Square. Uh, oh, Vaughn's, Square Vaughn. One. No, Square One. Oh, square, square One. one square One has a Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. Square. Uh, yeah. Square, uh, yeah. Um, Colossus. You're thinking. Is I'm wrong, thinking right? Colossus. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Similar um, names. Right? <laughs> no. It, that's what. It, that's what it was. That's. Um, that's the last movie I watched. Uh, I could recall watching in theaters. I think. Cool. I mean, I know I, I saw your name last year. Like I, think I, I, and only, I saw Wonder Woman. The only non-blockbuster, non-like. Oscar bait movie that I saw was probably it was either like I think it was Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, that was oh, yeah, yeah a few months ago, right? Mm-hmm. That was like back in November. Like, that was November December. November, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fairly. Oh yeah, that's I on took, Netflix now too. I took yeah, I took my mom to go see that, and my mom hadn't seen a movie in theaters in like twenty plus years. And what she oh. say about it? I took her to the VIP at Queens Bay. Right? Hey, oh, it's, 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 what a good son. it's your mother. You got to treat her right. And I remember yes. I remember, I remember <laughs> yes. her. Being freaked out at how loud it was because she hasn't seen a the- she hasn't seen a movie in theaters in like twenty years and, and she's like, uh, much, so lots have la- changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she she liked it. It was a good movie. Okay, oh, that's good. So that- I saw the fish banging movie as well. But that's that's an I love that. I love how I love I love that I love that it's no longer called whatever it was called. It's just called the fish something movie. <laughs> <laughs> the fish sex movie. The fish banging movie. <laughs> the fish <man. laughs> that's all yeah, it is called all- from now on. Does this have something to do with Neil? No, yeah, I mean no, no, Neil. No. He had that whole bit about. The, oh yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. I did. Remember about when, yeah. he, when he come into Toronto? It's the home of the fish way, penis. Way, way to go, way to go, Neil. <laughs> Personally, I still like it. Toronto, the home of Raccoon City. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, and RE2 is getting remade. So we are. Oh, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, yeah. the game. Oh, yeah. I thought you, uh, I thought you uh, meant the movie. Then the movie's end as the movie's no, over. No, no. I was saying. No, I was saying the oh, game, and it looks so good. But just imagine if they had some things from the film. That would be fine. But they won't do that. Have so. you guys seen all the Resident Evil movies? I have. No, no not all no. of them. But somehow they <laughs> must make money because they Strange, keep, they kept on making them. Right? There's like six of them, and yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, they, I I think that they're. Third or something, I, something like that. How they were finally done? Yeah, yeah they, they, they are. They're, 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 they're officially done. Um, the 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 couple that does it, it's uh, Mila Jovovich and her husband is yeah. the director, Paul, uh, director oh. Thomas Anderson. The, oh, Thomas Anderson. Oh, okay. Strangely, I mean, um, I've never seen the Resident Evil movies, but I saw their the other project they did together. They did their take. They did a take on um, Three Musketeers as well. Oh yeah, together. Mm-hmm. Whereas really- uh, where um where Jovovich played Milady. Yep. 
I remember that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just I Which I, I bring this like. <laughs> I bring this up because now now they're making Monster Hunter the movie. Yeah, no, I was hearing that they were going to do Monster Hunter. I'm like, so how I'm in the heck are they going to do that? That's going to be wild because do, tons, do, of <laughs> like, tons of CG. Tons of CG. Like obviously, <laughs> I mean, how do they do Resident Evil? Right? I mean, it's just a, it's loosely based on the game, and then they're going to make like eight of them, so it's it's all good. Yeah, Somehow yeah. we're gonna have just monsters on the loose, well, just running be, by the mics for whatever, for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, it could be worse. It could be like Rampage. Hey, you guys didn't like Ramp- Rampage? No? Uh, I didn't know what to make of it. I haven't seen. It. Well, I mean, the reviews. It's, eh, it's okay. Say? It's, yeah. it's so so so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gone over time. I mean, have we? Just well, no, 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 no. Well, no. It's just as I said. Uh, Lots to talk about, and me and uh, it's maybe been, it's been a month. So I mean, you know, it's been it, a month since a- we were here. It adds here. up. It adds up. Yeah, and and the thing is, maybe we can try and do it again. So, uh, try and do it again sooner, and maybe we can see Neil, and maybe Neil will be able to join us this time uh, yeah. on the next goal. Right? Everyone's invited. Although you're also invited to do uh, to do your little monologues, so please don't disappoint me. Try and do one. Do do some do an do some do a rant do a on on do say something on your mind. You know how battle if, if come Neil on wrote in a rant and you read it. Oh, kind of like me uh, writing when I uh, during the um, oh, the attack after the Young Street attack, and I wrote and I read read out what he said mm-hmm. or his his thoughts on it. Uh, you know what? When I went, and I'm glad we were able to talk just a little bit about the um, protest because um, there's a big part of me that says really this is a non thing. That that thing was just that was just that was just was is it really worth a mention? And yeah. I and I actually are you are you then feeding into it so that more people do it kind of scenarios that we're talking about for the Sunday thing that happened? So that I'm in North. Oh no, it's just it's more of a case of like oh it, maybe it's just a footnote. True. It's True. To, mm-hmm. for the events of that weekend because not so many because for as much as attention as it got that day and it, it was a punchline through much of the rest of the day. I think people forgot. Most people come for the Saturday. And yeah, it's just the Friday. Really, really, it's not many people are talking about it. And I mean, I, I want to get somebody who will try and get a few more eyewitness accounts and try and talk with them. But um, when as the month is gone, signs, no, but it's just as the month to... is gone. Really, what what is there really any more to talk about? Right? I mean. I mean, remember I made that that thought that um, in terms of inclusivity, uh, in terms of inclusivity for LGBTQ type stuff, Anime North might be one of the safest zones the weekend it happens. Yeah. Only play, the, only oh, yeah. it was Gen- in, in Toronto. Zone, yeah. In yeah. Toronto, they've had that for years and years like before. Short uh, with the only mm. the only thing um, ahead of it is the actual village mm. here, the actual Church Street Church Street in, in Toronto. Like mm-hmm. that's 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 the thing. So really, really, um, really, though the really the protesters to me were more coming into. The, it's not as if they were trying to pu- push their weight. They were the ones coming into the dragon's den, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, it's just that um, the way they got warded off was so Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note. It is once again June thirtieth. So next time we talk to you, Canada Day will have passed. 29th. So yeah, it's the 29th. Well, so yeah, we're, we're not about, quite we're about an hour away from June thirtieth. Yeah. Well, by, by the time we talk again, chances are Fourth of July, Canada Day will have passed. So um, happy Fourth of July, happy Canada Day, and we'll talk to you again real soon. This has been the Anime Roundtable on the Six Talk Podcast Network.